welcome to the Tea Hut, the podcast for unorthodox entrepreneurs striving for success by going against the grain, breaking down barriers beyond the biscuit tin, revealing what property professionals and construction workers really talk about on their tea breaks. Join us as we delve deep to uncover what it takes to succeed and be the best version of yourself. If you've never stopped for a brew in the cabin, this is where we break down the barriers beyond the biscuit tin, disrupting normal patterns of conversation, and I'm asking the questions that nobody else likes to ask. I like mine strong, like mud with one sugar. But before we get into it, please like, subscribe to the channel, whatever platform that you're watching it on, YouTube, Apple, all the other streaming platforms. Give us a share and let your audience know what you're listening to and push the Tea Hut brand Thank you for listening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in once again to the Tea Hut Podcast. I am Robbie. For people that know me, people that don't, I am the host of the Tea Hut, and it's my ugly mug that you can see on the cover art. But today, we've got a great guest lined up, and I've got a feeling this will probably go on for longer than an hour, but I'm really looking forward to the chat. Uh, and that is Mr. Joe Taylor from eGrowth Media, young entrepreneur, businessman from Leeds, uh, and without me doing all your intro, I'm just going to hand it over to you now, mate, uh, and let you introduce yourself to our audience. And if you can just give us uh, a little brief background, who you are, what you do, where you're from, and all that sort of stuff, please, mate. Perfect, buddy. Thank you very much for that. Cool. cool. So, yeah, my name is Joe, as Roy mentioned. So I own eGrowth Media, so a social media marketing agency. Uh, we predominantly work with property investors, sources, and agents helping them to generate more leads, sales and viewings and bookings through the use of social media. Um, yeah, I've been doing this for coming up to three years now. Um, really loving it, enjoy it. And I've just got a passion in social media. Like, I remember what my mum said to me, she was like, do you reckon you could actually make money from posting these Instagram pictures on a living? I said, yes, watch me. And that's one thing I'm going to talk about later. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good tee up, that is. Because she, she proper, she was like, she just didn't understand the concept yeah. of... Posting Instagram. It's not just posting Instagram pictures for a living. It's creating a strategy that's going to get people seen, viewed, and heard. But that's surely like, you know, I don't know exactly how old your mum is, but she, she looks good for her age. I'm going to say that. Now. <laughs> right, just, oh, a, just, a, just a caveat that, yeah. But what, I'm sa- what I was going to say is that's, that's surely that's a, a generational thing, right? That's it. She's 54. So she doesn't understand. 54? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, don't. <laughs> So I wanted to see. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't boost her ego anymore. <laughs> Honestly, mate, she'll be. <laughs> yeah, go. On. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. So yeah, as I was saying, so she just didn't understand the concept of social media marketing. Yeah. It's a new thing, right? Of course it is. You know, 10, 15 years ago, this industry didn't Wasn't really a exist. It was, Wasn't yeah. a thing. So for businesses to pay individuals like us to manage their social media channels, mm. to people like my mum, that was just a whole new alien concept. Yeah. Like it's a new, it's, a, it's a, like a, it's a total different paradigm, isn't it? Like, yeah, of course it is. So like, having that it's like a a different world different world that's exactly because you know she comes from a she was a spanish teacher yeah so that's all she did she she went through the corporate way of life like that's all she knew Mm. this social media tiktok instagram trends it's just a whole new different world yeah um but now she's starting to see actually she gets it now she gets it now because she sees everyone all my she's got all my friends all my clients as friends on on yeah she's got me on facebook yeah so she's always seeing she's like oh i like this post i like this so i can see this i can see that so now she gets it well, like it took a, you know coming up to three years in April to actually understand that. No, that's good. But before we get further into it, I know you haven't brought them in, but I ask everyone to bring in or tell us what their favourite biscuit is because this is the TR. Oh yes. You know this is you know the the reasoning behind the podcast is 
you know, in the tea hut at work, generally in my background, in my my experience on building sites, is somewhere uh, that the the trades and and the people on site that are working get together, not just eat and drink, but they talk about things, um, you know, in a way that they wouldn't normally in in a normal uh, inverted commas place. Um, so that's what this is. So you know, opinions is good. So. We always have tea and biscuits, you know. It's always a massive yeah. thing in the tea. Like someone brings in cakes. It's like, oh, who's got whose birthday is it? <laughs> so, yeah, what's your favourite biscuit? If you were a go-to, what's your favourite? Yeah, so does this count? But my favourite, I'm a sucker for these, is Rockies. Um, oh, it's got to be kind of, it's kind of a biscuit. Ooh. It's got a biscuit interior. You know what, right? Will you give me that? I'll give it to you because I fucking like Rockies. Rockies what, hang on, it. hang on, what, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Plain ones or caramel? No, no, no. Pl- red. Red, red ones. Oh totally better God. than the caramel Caramel ones. just too overrated. Yeah, there's too much in it. Too much. It's too too busy. Yeah. But a red rocket. Oof. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give you that. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else will, because for me, or for a lot of people, a biscuits probably comes in a pack. Yeah, like, a, it, like uh, a McVitie's. Yeah, like you get a pack Digestive. of fucking biscuits, Yeah. you know, or a box of biscuits, whereas that is more an individually wrapped Sweet. Yes. It's not sweet, is it? But it's not a full chocolate bar. Because a full chocolate bar to me is like Cadbury's, like Malvis Creations. I feel like I need to get a wrapper of a Rocky. But and a see. Rocket has got that biscuit interior. How how is how are they marketed? Are they, does it say on the on the pack chocolate biscuit? It's got to, isn't it? I think it. I think it is because it is nice and it's and it is a biscuit though. The interior. Yeah, is no, a fully. That's why I'm giving I mean? it to you because it is a biscuit. It is it's a biscuit. not. It hasn't got a cakey interior. Yeah. It's a biscuit, but it looks like it doesn't look like a chocolate bar. Yeah, so I can see why people won't give me it. Okay, so what defines a chocolate bar? Is that solid chocolate or with nothing else in it but chocolate? Bar? I think that. I think that's a chocolate bar. Yeah. 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 What about a chocolate bar like a? Like a like a timeout that's got a wafer. That's like what is that then? Oh, like a wafer. Fuck me. We're opening up a big can of Yeah, wafer. this is a bit of a sticky one. Because then you can say what what's a wagon wheel? Oh fuck me. I would definitely wouldn't call that a biscuit. No, that's not a biscuit, but it's not a full because it's got like a cream interior. It's marshmallow, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not a biscuit though. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into this because I wouldn't yeah. even know where to categorise a wagon wheel either. <laughs> I wouldn't dunk it. And maybe that's no, it. I think it. for me, a biscuit is something that you dunk into a cup of tea, right? Agreed. But you could definitely dunk um, a, rocky. a rocky. Oh, mate, yeah. They'd be really like, I reckon you could dunk it three or four times and it still have body yeah. to it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so why we open with that question because, it, 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 you know, that's a big debate. It's a big debate. Like Paul Tinker, for instance, who came in to see me a couple of weeks ago, yeah, he bought in a pack of, um, a pack of Jacob's Cheddar's like the round Ooh, ones, what yeah. the cheese ones? Yeah, but they're in a, they're in a biscuit pack. They're a long cylindrical pack. Yeah, yeah, and it says on there, Jacob uh, Jacob's cheesy biscuits. They market it as being a biscuit. When for me, it fucking is not a biscuit. Is it more like a cracker? Not like it's a, a cracker. It's a cracker in it. Yeah, yeah it's cracker. a fucking cracker, mate. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't put. I would not dunk a cheesy Jacobs into my tea. <laughs> which you know what <laughs> I'm saying. So for me, I think that, and the definitive line's got to be that: is it a biscuit? Is it not? And for me, if you can't dunk it, it's not a biscuit. That's a very good parameter, actually. It's got to be. It's, it's true, though. It's got to be. Never thought of it like that. It's got to be, isn't like it? Because you don't, you don't just sit there, invite someone round and go, oh, do you want a, pl- do you want a plate of biscuits? Do you? Yeah. You go, oh, do you want a, do you want a tea? And then you'll go, do you want a biscuit with I that? a biscuit with that. Yeah? No, do you want a you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it the other way around? No, you yeah. wouldn't give someone a tin of biscuits and go, do you want a cup of tea with that? Would you? Tea and biscuits. Yeah, you'd only get the biscuits out after you've given them a cup of tea. Yeah. Right? So I agree. Get me. So, that, so a, a biscuit <laughs> for me is dunkable right so now we've cleared that up 
And yes, a Rocky is a biscuit. 100%. I'm having that because I like them. Don't like the caramel ones though, so nah. if Rocky's out there and not about giving the tea heart a sponsor, I don't want it. <laughs> Unless you're going to give me a lifetime supply of red ones. Red ones only. Yeah? Red ones All only. Right. Sweet. Nice one. I like that. So moving on. Yeah. Describe yourself to me in three words, if possible. Not a sentence, but three words. Three physical words, yeah. Yeah. Driven. Mm. Ambitious. They're yeah. kind of similar. Yes. Driven, ambitious, and older than my age. I oh, know that's mature. 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 So what what do you think that uh, what what attributes what what attributes have you got that you'd consider mature? How old are you? Twenty four. So I'm twenty three years old. Twenty three. Twenty three years old. Twenty four this year. Yeah. Um I feel like just running a business in itself. Has made you grow uh, up. Has made me grow up. It's made me had to grow up. Yeah. De- you know, dealing with difficult situations, which I'll explain later. Yeah, yeah. Um, dealing with stuff like that at a young age has made me. I'm 23, but I feel like I'm 33. I feel like I'm your age, just yeah. in terms of like managing staff, mm. managing accountants, managing solicitors in recent situations. Like mm. to be able to have to do that at my age, it's matured me massively. Do you not think that that's just a um, a skill set that you've got rather than being mature? Thing is, I've always felt different. Playing devil's advocate. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get down into that. And what does that mean? But then when I look at other 23 year olds my age mm. and what they're doing, yeah. it's just completely different to what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. just don't understand, the, or don't want to understand the concept of trying to do your own shit. Yeah. So that's where I feel a little bit disenfranchised with. I'm not an older person, but I'm not like a person my age. Yeah, yeah. So I feel I'm like a bit of an in betweener. Which is a bit in of a between str- No, no, I do, I do. It's a bit of a strange position to be in. I always say this to me. Briefcase wanker. <laughs> <laughs> it's down there, mate. It's down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I'll go into that later. But yeah, I definitely do feel like a bit of an in-betweener. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. So you say, where does, where does your, dr- okay, that's another, another one of my questions. It's actually yeah. further down the list, but it sort of ties in with what you just said. Yeah. Where does your drive come from? Because it's all well and good saying, yeah, you know, I'm a driven guy because yeah. I'm a driven guy, but yeah. there's reasons behind me having that drive and wanting to get out of uh, the situations that I've been in. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what does that mean to you? Where did your drive come from? A few places. Um, I think the big one of the biggest drivers is always about proving people wrong. So I had a rough time in school. Who? Um, Who are you proving wrong? Like people in my town. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm deadly honest, your peers, the people around you, people around me, people I went to school with, people I went to college with, people that I grew up with, your family, um, not my family, because my family are very supportive. They've okay. always been. So there's That's nothing, good. nothing there to prove. My dad runs his own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, you know, I understand the entrepreneurial way of you know mindset. Mm. It's to the external world. I feel like I need to. What's the word? Prove that I'm special and not like everyone else. If that makes sense. That sounds ego-based. It's a bit of an ego-based thing. I'll be, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, um, no I'm not no, digging be, you out on it because um, I've got that for fucking sure. Yeah, and I, I like the nice stuff in life. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hide about that. And I why know, should you? And I know the way to get the nice things in life is by growing a business, scaling money. a business, and making, money. and making money. Yeah, but always adding value. That's the key thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not just a, you're not just a me a materialistic person. No, you like nice things. I like nice things, but that's not your sole driver. No, absolutely, absolutely not. So how, have you always had, so like, let's just roll back, like you just yeah. said there, um, about school. How was that for you? School. Was honestly as well. Honestly, I'll be deadly honest. Yeah, I'll be honest as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So school for me was, 
it started off as a great experience. Yeah. And then I got to about year nine. So I started my own little business. So what, so what age is year nine? That's year like, nine's about 13. 13, 14. Yeah. So I started my business. Anyone that's watching this from Airfield will know. So I started a business called Taylor Unco. Okay. Basically, what I did was I imported like cheap t-shirts, like little, little I shitty ones. What you're saying about this. Little shitty ones. It's on my it's on my Facebook on my on my pinned uh, post. Yeah. Import them from China. Found a local embroider and just put my mate Manu. He designed the logo. It was Taylor and Co. Yeah. Started selling them on Instagram just to people like in my town around yeah. Huddersfield, Murfield. Just flipped them. Made made like three four quid a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you remember when tie dye was a thing back in the day? I do. So me and my mum, yeah, we used to do it on a Sunday before school. We'd sit there and we'd tie-dye the T-shirts together. So she, shout out to my mum, she really helped me with that. And we tie-dye them, package them up in, in like plastic and then just sell them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously that brought attention. Of course. So I remember the year 11s, I, I used to walk through a town, uh, in, so my town, Murfield, through like where the canal is. Yeah. And in there, the, the people shout, oh, Swag Fag and Co. So that was the nickname for it. Yeah. Swag Fag and Co. Yeah. And what they did was that these- Swag Fag. Swag Fag. So that was like a word back then. Basically, it's like a, it's like a faggot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say. Anyway, yeah. where's this going? Yeah. Basically, they call me faggot and call. That, that's what they right, call the brand. Right. Okay. 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 So I remember when you know the Leathers used to say shit and like you know post up on social media. That yeah. that did affect me and it did affect my confidence. Yeah. yeah. Um. Understand. And, and I think for me that was a starting point of, you know, the, the tough few years at school. Yeah. Like I wouldn't go back to school now if if you gave me an option. Yeah, yeah, really. Was it affect you that badly? So that was the first thing. That yeah, that that was the start of it. Yeah. Um, and then I don't really talk about this on public, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, mate, you know so, this is um open, open forum. Mate. <laughs> so hey, mate, we've all got them sort of things we don't like talking about. This is where it gets spicy. This is where we need to say. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I, I'll I'll take you back. So it was. 2015, so I was in year 10, moving into year 11, so I left school in 2016. Yeah. And we had a group of lads, there was like four or five lads of us, like we're all friends, known each other from, you know, primary school, played football together. Yeah, yeah. And basically, there was this bird, and me and this other guy, I'm not going to name him, <laughs> but me and this guy were after this bird, right. after this girl. Yeah. And um, what happened was, I got the girl, he was annoyed, he was pissed off, and he turned the lads on me, so that me and him were like the two leaders of the group. And um, from that point onwards, I pretty much lost my friends like over a period of like six months. Like they just thought, I'll be honest, I was quite ego driven. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I did yeah. get the girls, you know, the, the Spanish charm, you know, it, it just worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that obviously rubbed people up the wrong way. So Mr. I lo- Mr. Chili Sauce. Mr. Chili Sauce, there we go. So, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. girls used to like that. But obviously that, that came to the effect where jealousy happened and then I just grew apart. Yeah. Um, and that did actually affect me because um, I feel like I've got a fear of like losing relationships. It's a big thing for me in any element of life now. I feel it's like fear of abandonment. Mm. Am I good enough? You know, have I pissed you off kind of thing? Yeah. So that was the first thing. And then it got it got to the summer of 2016. And my mum, again, shout out to my mum. What happened was I was going through a dark phase. Yeah. And what I did was I nicked my mum's credit card. Oh. And I booked my flight to Tenerife by myself the next day, stole it. Yeah, I was just like, I, you know what it is? All this shit came together at once. Yeah. I was thinking, shit, How I need to get out of this. I was like, I need to get out. I need to, I need to I do need something. I need an exit right now. Yeah. So I fucked off to Tenerife for five days, it was. Shit. And I had, a, I had a vision in my head. I was like, I need to go like have like an epiphany moment or somewhere just yeah. by myself. Yeah. Looking at a view. Get looking some at clarity. Something, get some clarity on the situation because everything, I, and I'll be honest, I was smoking a bit of weed. How at old were you at this point? About 16, 17 at this that's age. That's quite a fucking, uh, that's quite an age to have that thought process but this goes back to my point where i felt different i've always felt different yeah, I've, i can resonate with that i just don't feel like i fit into a lot of places yeah 
but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so anyway, I nicked the card and I said, you know what, I'm going to see a moment. I need, I need to have a moment where I'm just clarity. So what I did was I booked a stargazing tour. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> you and were I'm really still... reaching for it, weren't <laughs> <Yeah>. you? <laughs> and I actually got the picture. I've still got the picture on my phone. And I was sat there and I was at the top of Mount Tady in Tenerife and I was yeah, just yeah. overlooking. You could see all the Beautiful. sunset. I love it. It was unbelievable. And it was at that moment I thought, shit, you know, this is the moment. And he, how can we think of these thoughts at such a young age? So I came back and then I did a bit of counselling after that because yeah. I was smoking weed, as I said before. I was hanging around with the wrong people. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, long story short, now I'm in a lot better place. Um, but then few years from high school, you know, year nine to like, you know, year 11, you know, some of the toughest years, to be fair. Because you had, like, you won't mind me, mind me saying it yeah, like yeah. that, but you had quite, uh, would you say, a stable upbringing? Like, very, yeah, like, very stable. When I say stable, I mean yeah. that very generically, like you had, Mum and dad around, yeah. Uh, both present, yeah. Nice people, yeah. Normal background. Do you get me? Yeah, hundred percent. I'll I'll never knock my parents, or my family. It was it was very stable. I had, I had a good a good upbringing. I was in a good town. Yeah, normal school. Um, so it literally was, was like the, the way that the, the the bad shit that you went through. Yeah, was, you know, it was just circumstantial. It was like you know what you were going through, i.e. You were victims. You were a victim of circumstance, basically. Yeah. You weren't like, you know, you weren't born into, uh, you know, an underprivileged family, no. or you weren't born into a broken home, which is a common theme with entrepreneurs and people that want to push the boundary and push forward. Is that they've generally come from a place of uh, struggle, struggle, yeah. or emptiness, or. Yeah. Uh, adversity. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And and, and that has been the catalyst to pushing them forward to wanting to succeed in whatever they choose to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, where did where 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 does that? When did that start for you? When did you? I mean, what was always what was different about you that you realised? Was it that you had that drive that average people don't have? I don't know if it was drive or if it was personality or, or ambition or ambition or, or aspiration. Aspiration probably at that point. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't feel like anyone is born driven. I think it's, you know, there's obviously more people driven than others. Yeah. But I don't feel like you're born, you know, you're born to be an entrepreneur. No. You know, it's something you sort of slip into. You slip into. If you find it, if you find those sorts of circumstances comfortable, i.e. being out your comfort zone and you, you like that and you like pushing, then I'd say, you'd be a good entrepreneur, good entrepreneur because yeah. I like that. I like taking a risk, you know, uh, and, and let's face it, stealing your mum's credit card and fucking off to Tenerife <laughs> needing an epiphany is quite a profound reason behind running away. You know, you weren't running away to go home, go away and have a session and get out your fucking tits. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know, the, your thought process behind nicking your mum's credit card, which is obviously a silly thing to do. Yeah was actually quite a, what's the right word? Qu quite a, quite a, um, quite a mad thing to do. I was, I was going to say it like that. It's at that a, age as well. At 16, yeah. to go away and sort of realise that, fucking hell, I need to get clarity. I mean, you probably didn't even know what clarity meant at 16, <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? But you knew that you had to get away to find yourself. Yeah. And at 16, fuck me, at 16, I was... Wonder what you were doing. What was I doing at sixteen? Fucking hell! Do you know what I was saying to this in in one of my other um, interviews I did earlier? And and that point of my life personally was is a is a bit of a blur. 
if I'm honest. What, from 16 to... No, young, way back before that, that yes. Yeah, so I'd go probably back to sort of like, you know, pre-teens, really. I'm what, like, that young? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, 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 because I was quite... You know, don't get me wrong, I had a, I had a, a loving family, right? My, my nan and my granddad, mum's side of the family, brilliant people. My dad's side of the family, again, I'm not saying they were bad people, they weren't, but it's like, I, I, I had a good love, but... I come from, um, you know, an unorthodox background. A place of struggle. 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 Yeah, struggle. Um, judge, being judged all the time. And, I, yeah. you know, I, I came from, from that. And, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 that's left its mark on me, that's for sure. And do you reckon it'll always leave its mark on you? Yeah, I think, yeah. You always have it in the back of your mind? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And do you think... Would you say you come from a place of scarcity still, or do you think abundantly? Because, I, I, you know, people have this conversation, are you a glass half empty, half full kind of guy? Oh, uh, uh, well, that's, that's, I'm now a glass half full kind of guy. Okay. Whereas 10, 15 years ago, I'd have been totally the opposite. Skeptical. Massively. Yeah, but I think, you know, the mindset, that was my limit. That, 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 that was what was limiting me from really achieving, I think, was always looking at the negative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 when I realised that, and I realised that you know what you think has a massive link in your reality, your reality, and what your you know your physical reality, as in you know if you're if you don't you know if you if you believe you can do something or you can't do something, then you're right. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying with that? Like it's all there. It's all there. If you believe you can do it, you can fucking do it. But in the same breath, if you really believe that you can't do it and it's beyond you, the f- you probably won't achieve it. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, and I and I believe that. I, I tr- and I truly believe now that I can do anything. But then, why do you think a lot of people like don't succeed? Like, why do you think? Do you think it's the society we live in? It's is it the system? Like, no. Because you know, you go on these training courses, and you might have like 40, 50 people do a course. I think it's down to the individual, mate. But do you not think it's society the way they've been programmed? No. I think it's all down to them as. You know, I, as, I as think me. it's down to the individual. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think you you've either got what it takes or you haven't, and sometimes you don't know that you haven't got what it takes until you've tried to do it. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone likes to think of themselves, you know, <laughs> an option, right? hold themselves in high regard. Like, oh yeah, I can do that, but fucking can you, mate? Do you know what I mean? And I've done a lot of things over the past few years, and I've like made some mistakes, bad decisions. Uh, but I've still bounced back from it and come back ten times better next time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the difference. Like a lot of people will try something, fail, go far fucking hell. That weren't for me. I don't want to. Exp- I don't want to experience that again. And then fucking. Which off. is fine. Yeah. Because no one likes pain. Do you know what I mean? And going through painful times ain't easy. That's not. You know, and and who's to say how long those painful times are going to last? It might it might be a, a circumstance that might only last a week or two or a day. Or it might be fucking a, a, a longer process that you've made a bad decision and you've got to deal with that consequence for years. Yeah. Yeah? But can have you got what it takes to really deal with that bad consequence for that period of time? Because I can see why a lot of people, like, certainly for me, even doing this business, I've thought, there's been times where I've thought, you know what? I'm actually cut out for this. Yeah, why am I, mate, I, I have done as well. Like, do I actually want this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Yeah, but you've cracked on after you fought that. Because a lot of people would have, after having that serious question with themselves, 
I dare say that a lot of people have probably had realisations on the back of that and gone, you know what? It's not for me. That's fine. And I think it's good to have that word with yourself sometimes just to reaffirm. And be at one with it because not everyone can be entrepreneurs. Mate. Obviously, in the, this is the thing I feel like the social media and the society we live in, you know, entrepreneurship is very glamorized. Yeah. Which I think, you know, be something we could discuss about later. Yeah. That the reality, as you know, that it's not all what it's cracked out to be. Not that it's all cracked out to be, but there's a lot more than just the holidays, the cars, the apartment, whatever. Mm. There's so much more to it that I think people don't see. Yeah, but that's just, okay, that's, to me, that's people just knowing what they see on platforms like social media. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously that's your background, that's your business. You're, yeah. You've got a social media business where you raise the profiles of your clients. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, 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 you'll probably know this better than, most people first-hand experience-wise that 95% of people only like to share the good bits, yeah. didn't they? So true. Do you know what I mean? How many conversations have you had? I mean, you don't have to name names, obviously, yeah. but how many conversations have you had with clients and you've suggested maybe, you know, sharing a loss or and they've gone, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do that. How many times has that happened? <sighs> Ten times. Exactly. So that's quite a lot in your small time of business. And, yeah. you know, you haven't got a huge client base yet. No, no. So that's quite a big number. Yeah. So that's that just says to me that people are not truthful. But it's so... Or are they scared of the judgment? I don't think it's scared of the judgment. It's, I feel like with social media, you've got, you know, if, you, if you're vulnerable, sometimes that can be a bad thing. But I think it's also a good thing mm. to show vulnerability. Yeah. But I feel like clients, they just want to be looked at like a certain way. That's, they're, That's they're, the they're, they're putting them on. They're putting themselves almost on a pedestal. Wouldn't you agree? Hundred percent. Social media puts you on a pedestal. When you build a personal brand, yeah, you go into a room. Oh, is that that Robbie? Oh, that's that Joe. Yeah, but I kind of my, my personal brand. I want people to know that I'm a realistic geezer. Yeah, and I'm a normal person. I'm not a guru. Yeah, yeah, or, or however you want to dress it up. I might know a little bit more than someone else about my chosen subject. But that doesn't make me not a student. I'm always learning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the good thing about you is you document that. Yeah. You tell both sides of it. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is yeah. super important. Yeah, I do. Like even the conversation we had with obviously the, everything that you told me. Yeah. You know, sharing snippets of that on social media. Yeah. Would probably not be a bad thing. Obviously not the intricacies of it, obviously. Yeah. But it's, like like it's, showing people that, yes, I'm doing all this, but. It's still not, got a lot of shit. It's not on. all fucking skittles and champagne. I'm not, I'm not exactly. Yeah, and mate, I wish I could like and like because because a lot of what we go through is like external influence in people's lives, personal lives. So it wouldn't be right of me to necessarily no, no. share the problems we're having that are related to that as well. No, because that's not my life. But in the same breath, mate, I, I would love to just bang a Facebook live every day and just be like. This is really what it's like. But then <laughs> people will be like, fucking hell, mate. Like who's this depressing nanny? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm not, not I'm not like that anymore. No. I used to be that person. I used to be negative all the time and pessimistic. I'm not like that anymore. No. I take things for what they are and you know, I don't let too much affect me anymore. But it's hard though, isn't it? It's hard, mate. Like, especially with everything that grinds you down. I want people to learn from my experiences and I, I want to be able to teach and help people through what I've learned, what I'm experiencing, what I've done, what I'm going through. Yeah. And I, w I will do that in a medium, hopefully, in the near future within the business that we're doing and, and property and construction and 
put that into a wrap it up and put it in a in a you know education format education format yep. is something that we really want to do yep. and that I want to do because I've I feel like I've got so much to teach people that is you know a lot of it's mindset a lot of it's getting rid of those um, limiting beliefs because once you've got rid of that and you truly believe that you can do things and you can do anything you put your mind to go ahead and do it go ahead and fucking do it mate yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. and that's where my value is I mean it's not necessarily teaching people how to build a house or yeah. how to run a construction company because yeah. I've learned a lot of that going through the business motions myself I, I wasn't I mean did you do a business course I did, yeah, you business did. studies at uh, college and uh, school. Exactly, yeah. I didn't. You know what I mean. So I, I, my, my understanding of of business um, was limited to you just doing it, profit and loss. Yeah, drug, drug dealing, mate. <laughs> profit and loss. No, but that's where I, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, that's how I business to me is just margins. How much you buy it for? How much? How you much you for? put it? At, how what? How much is your product? Whatever yeah. it is, doesn't have to yeah. be a physical product. Yeah, but how much is your product? What's the profit on that? What are you losing if you're selling it at discount? What are you making if you're selling buying it cheaper? That was what I. That's my understanding. Concept of business, business, mate, and that it was just margins and profit loss money. Yeah. As I've evolved and got older and actually got into business and not street dealings, <laughs> I've understood that there's a lot more to it than that. And you know, and that's what I've had to learn, like the the finance side of things and actually managing your money. Whereas when I used to make money, you blow it. Blow it, you know. What did you blow it on? Fucking hell. Whatever. Do you know go, what on, I mean? go, go on, give me some specifics. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Oh, mate, like, uh, specifics, fuck me. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Like, I've probably a couple of times been out in the bars and spent two, three grand in a night. Jesus. Like, and I'm not I'm not talking recently. This is, yeah. I'm going back, like, sort of 10, 15 years, more than 10 years ago. Um, wild, wild parties, wild nights out. Yeah. Like, you know, get a limo up to London with you and, Ten of your mates, that we used to do. yeah, like, <laughs> uh, mad stuff, mate. Like the deal, yes. Go away to Amsterdam for the weekend just because I can, yeah. when, whenever I wanted to. Yeah, um, you know, wild nights, wild party, and that that you know, it weren't unheard of for me to spend a couple of grand in a night. What did you get up to in Amsterdam? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, and I'll stay. I, I will stand by this. I don't know. Don't care what anyone fucking says, but any of my friends who were with me at the time will back me up. I never, I've never slept with a hooker. Really? Really. What, you went to Amsterdam and you didn't? Yes. I've never slept I've never slept with a hooker ever, period. But, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I think, if I think back, most of, I think all the times that I went to Amsterdam, I was in a relationship at home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, if, I, loyal. if I'm in a relationship, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, I've never, I'm not saying I've never made a mistake and, uh, you know, texting another woman while I've been in a relationship is something I have been guilty of. Yeah. Um, physical, physical cheating. I call it. I haven't been guilty of. Yeah. And I've never. Yeah. And I, I, I think I probably have been to Amsterdam when I've been a single man. Yeah. Um. In fact, yeah, I have for sure. I've been there thirteen times. Thirteen times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Uh, I loved it. Um. And yeah, I never slept with a hooker. Um. That's mad, you know. And 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 to the point where like I'd be over there with a group of three or four mates and um. They'd go out and, you know, they'd, we'd all be going down a red light district and a walkabout. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going down to that one, that one, that one. You know, and I'd be like, oh, I'll just go in, I'll just go in the smoke shop down the road. I'll yeah. see you lads. Coffee in, shop. I'll see, <laughs> yeah, coffee shop. I'll see you lads in 20 minutes. I'll be down there. 
And that was me, mate. And yeah, that, oh, yeah. that was all I did in Amsterdam. I didn't go to Amsterdam for the wild sex parties or nothing like that. <laughs> um, I didn't. And uh, yeah, it was never, it, I don't know why I never, I just never, I just weren't that interested in it. Well, because it's just so transactional. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like a bit of like the chase. Yeah. Getting to the know. intimacy of actually getting to know someone. Yeah. yeah. And like just paying for it. It's just like, I like the, you know, a bit of passion. The passion, yeah. yeah you know, where's the passion in handing over a £50 note for a blowjob? There's none. <laughs> none. None, though, is there? Come on. Oh, uh, well, oh there ain't, God. is there? No, and, yeah, no, and that, I've never been into that. So that's what I did in Amsterdam. Anyway, I'm, I'm the fucking one doing the interview here anyway. <laughs> no, but I loved Amsterdam. Amsterdam's a really good place. I had some good times there. Yeah. I spent my stag do there. Uh, my, one of my birth, a couple of my birthdays I've been there. But yeah, it's Brilliant place, mate. You said we do a trip this year today. We will. I still think we've we got need, to do yeah, it. We need to do it. I still think we've got to do it. I think it's a fucking brilliant part of the world, and I'll definitely go there again. Let's sure. Um, but yeah, let's uh, move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So, what does what does success mean to you? So for me, one of my goals is to travel to seventy five percent of the world. Nice. Obviously, you know I like a good holiday. Yeah. So yeah. that's one of the drivers for me. It's having the freedom to. Have the money, have the team in place yeah. to be able to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Is it about how much money is in your bank? For me, no. Obviously, it is to an extent, but for me, it's what experiences. I, I want to be 18, 19 years old and say, you know what, I skydiver at this, I've done this, I've met this person, I saw this view, I've been to these continents. Yeah. For me, that's a, a life well lived. Yeah. That's yeah. what success looks like to me. Do I want a Rolex? Do I want a nice car? Yeah. Of course. Is that, it, com- that comes with it. That that's with not it. that's not the reason. Well, that's the reason. And also it's the people I'm doing it with. So for example, like mom and dad are in, just come back from Madeira. Yeah. And I I paid for their flights and ho- and hotel. I did, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? They I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, doing stuff like that and them telling me how happy they've been to do that. Mm. For me, that's that's rewarding. That's Everything fulfi- they've done fulfilling for, me. for you. Fulfilling, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm similar. Like, I I don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna sit here and say that. I don't like money. I fucking love money. I love money. Love I money, love money, mate. But it doesn't define me. And uh, for me, as long as my family are comfortable, you know, and if I've if I've got to work till my till the end of my days to ensure that my kids are comfortable when I'm gone, I'll do that. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, my my mum, my mum wasn't really ever able to. Uh, you know, I'm not saying she didn't work hard. She fucking has. You know, I remember having three jobs when I was a kid. But she had me when she was 14. Yeah. So I was young. young. Yeah, really young. Yeah, yeah. And I and obviously she, she'd tell anyone, and me included, that, you know, she wouldn't change that. And I believe her. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe that she wouldn't change it because she wouldn't have me. Do you know what I mean? Who wouldn't want what, me? Who wouldn't? Mr. Wildchild. Do you know what, what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, you know, she, 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 she sacrificed her young life to be a mum. Do you know what I mean? So she sacrificed a lot for you then. Yeah, yeah, fucking massively. And you know, whilst it was a decision that she made, you know, respect for that. Do you know what I mean? Awesome. You want kids? I want two kids. Girl want, and boy. Do you want? You want two kids? Yeah. Not for a while though. At least seven years. You haven't got a missus yet, have you? I don't. I did. Um, <laughs> I've had two missus while well, I've had Egroff media. Have you? Yeah. Do you think that gets in the way of your business? Such a good question. So, I remember. <laughs> oh God. So I remember when I started this business yeah. and I said these exact words to my first ex. I said, look, while I'm starting this business, I'm going to have to put you into the background of my life. <laughs> yeah. And every time I tell someone that, they're like, no wonder she left you. But yeah. the, my point was that, look, I need to get something off the ground. 
I need to focus on this. Yeah. But then we can enjoy the holidays. We can enjoy the fun stuff. But just she, give me time. She was just quite short sighted then. And by she the sounds was, of unfortunately it. she was short sighted. Um. So yeah. So that was the first one, and then the second one wasn't because of that. It was me just being a bit of a dickhead. Uh, well, so it wasn't to do with the business. But back to your point where you said, does business affect like relationships? I think it does because yeah. ultimately. Business is my baby. Yeah, I never, I don't switch off at five o'clock. Really, I'm still talking to clients at okay, six, no, seven. We, we've been, we've spoke at like we one, speak one at, two in the morning. We speak late. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. that's, I love this way of life. Yeah, like being down here, coming from Leeds. I was, I was in Leicester yesterday. Yeah, this kind of fast-paced way of life, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I won't change it for the world. It makes you thrive. It makes me thrive. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, unfortunately, girls, not all girls, mm. but girls, obviously, you know, the women are, what's the word, emotional beings, right? You were so men. No, but so men. I'm I'm emotional, I'm emotional being, but I know when to be needed and not to be needed. I know when I need to crack on, do a certain thing, and then you know, then we can enjoy and have fun afterwards. Yeah. But like Monday to Friday, bang! No, like, I don't see. I'm not. I don't see anyone. I'm. It's, it's work mode. Yeah. And then weekends, yeah, we can go ahead. We can we can enjoy. Enjoy it. Yeah. See, I, I'm I'm a bit different to that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because mainly because um, I mean, as you know, that me and Ali. Ali's my wife, for those of you that don't know. Um, I I didn't get into business until I met her, you know. Until I met her, I was just a fucking no-good scrote who didn't have much going for him, yeah. if I'm honest. I always had the drive, the aspiration, the, 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 the dream to be a bigger person and do something good and different and, yeah. you know, stick my head above the parapet, as people like to say. I've always had that about me, but I didn't know where that was going to take me and what route that was going to take me down. I, I just didn't know. I knew that I wanted that. But I didn't know how that looked. I didn't know because obviously at first I was into my rap and all that stuff. Yeah, so I, I love them videos. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at one point I wanted to be a successful hip-hop, you know, artist. What was your stage name? Uh, Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs. And you know what, right? I'll, I'll, I'll show you some, some evidence, right? I released a mixtape like, I don't know, 11 years ago, or 10 years ago, just as me and Ali got together. Um, and I remixed a song by Miguel that's been played loads on the radio recently, funnily enough. And the, the lyrics in that, bearing in mind I wrote this 11 years ago, before I started the business, yeah, yeah. before any of these fucking wild house-building madness has come around in my life, yeah. And I, in one of the verses in the song, uh, I think it's the last verse of the song, I say something about uh, having a daughter, bearing in mind my daughter's now only three, right? And about building an empire. Which is what you're doing. And building houses. And found, and I say something about wordplay and foundations and building houses, blah de blah de blah Yeah? So, I, I always knew. You're destined for... Yeah, I knew. I knew then, and I believed it then. Even though I knew that I probably weren't going to make it as a fucking hip hop superstar, even though I was making music at the time, Are you making money from it? Eh, not really. Not no. really. I'm, yeah, I'm a pocket change, mate. Pocket selling change, CDs yeah. and selling merch, and it was pocket change. It was yeah, nothing. Yeah. I was spending more than I earned for sure. <laughs> but that was what part of the dream, and because I wanted to get out there, I was constantly at shows every weekend, going to London, all over the country, and that costs money. Do you know what I mean? Unless you're making money, it's costing you money, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So you know. I always knew that I had that drive and ambition, aspiration to do bigger things. I just didn't know what it was. What that vehicle was going to be, right? Yeah, and then like, that's why I said it was different for me with re the relationship and business thing 
because until I met Ali, I was just a, 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 a an average geezer with a with a big dream. Do you know what I mean? Um, We're gonna say something else then. Definitely not a big dream. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I just want to. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, just because I've got big socks, all that means is I've got big feet. I'm telling you that now. Yeah, well, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Anyway, but yeah, that for me, business, uh, it doesn't get in the way of relationships if, you know, me and Ali started the business. I started the business, it was my idea. Ali thought I was a bit mental because I've been labouring for someone else for hours. I got sick of it. I was like, you know what, fuck this. I can do better than what the people do? that I'm working for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was spending, you know... Five till five or five till seven every day, fourteen hours a day, fifteen hours a day, driving from where I was living with Mrs. Two hours to go to work, two hours home, slogging my bollocks out on site all day, doing groundworks for fifty pound a day, cash in hand, and I was only I was twenty one, I was two years younger than you, so I was like fucking fuming because I knew my worth. I always had that dream and drive. So I, I knew that at that point, I was like, I can't sustain this shit because my, I'm bigger than this. Do you know what I mean? I know it might sound a bit arrogant, but I fucking believed it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, I'm worth more than £50 a fucking day. Yeah. You knew you were. Yeah. And that was the start of it. And, and had I not had Ali's support and the belief from her that I could do it, I probably you know might not have done it. But I feel like Ali's not the norm. No, she's not. She's not the norm. No, like the, she's the, not. the dynamic that I see you two have is not the norm. But I think I've brought that out in her. I don't think she She really, was naturally like that. Yeah, I don't think she really knew what she was truly capable of until she... And I think that's the case in a lot of people. Until like you get your yin and yang situation where the other person brings out the best in you. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you're going to you're gonna lie on attributes that you've got and you never knew you had because you've never had a reason to get it out. To get it out, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for me... Ali brought out the best in me because she gave me that purpose. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before, the sole driver for me was the music and and, and my own uh, personal gain. Whereas when I got with Ali and it gave me a different purpose and we sort of like, you know, I wanted to have kids, always wanted kids, and like that became more realistic to me once I got with Ali um, because the, my partners previous were just fucking idiots. Um, yeah, it really opened my eyes to, to life and it made me want better. And it actually made, I always wanted better, but it actually made me, uh, it commanded me to physically change what I was doing and actually take action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I completely get that. So, yeah. I mean, That's an interesting one. We've got a different perspective on it because we've, 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 we've come from, you know, a, a different viewpoint on it. You know what I mean? Like you've, you haven't had, you did, you weren't in a relationship when you started your business. No. So your business is your baby and you've grown that and you're, solely dedicated on that and i think because of my age as well yeah i'm, you still, mean, I'm got, still young well, like you've got that. 10 years on me so you got uh, you've got time i've got time you've done it really i didn't start my business until i was 25 oh so two years yeah two years on me. and i started uh on my own so ali was still in, in employment right um for four years and or three years maybe three years while i started the business and i was doing everything myself and then I made Ali give her a job up. I said, look, I can't fucking do this anymore on your own. I need your support. I need someone who I can trust for a fucking yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. Um, trust is a big thing. Trust is a big thing. And, mate, trusting, you know, when you run a business, like, you know, I've said this to you before in the past. I remember having a conversation with you about trusting people around you. And it's hard when you're putting your faith into someone to do a job to your standards and they don't meet those standards. 
it's hard, but I think it's also important to realise that your level of perfection isn't necessarily going to be the same as someone else's, but that's okay. Naturally, it's going to be that way, though. Of course it is. Because they don't care about the business as much as we do, right? Yeah, well, it's not their business. It's not their business. You're paying them to do a job. Yeah, and they're doing the job for yeah. what they think's high. But I think if you set the standard that this is what I expect minimum from the off, yeah, yeah, yeah. then the, if they don't meet that, then you know, obviously that's on them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've, I, I struggled when I first started to think, why, why are they not trying as much as me? Why do they not give a shit as much as me? Yeah, that's quite simple to. to well, then, then it made me think. Obviously, they don't. Yeah, it's not theirs. It's not theirs. You're just paying them to come to work and do a job, and this it? is it. They're never gonna think like you. No, of course not. Or if they do, nine times out of ten, there's an ulterior motive. Mm. Interesting. Well, no, I'm just calling. Uh, that's from my experience as well. And my experience. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've had people like, literally, working for me for two, three years, guys that I thought I could really trust and put in position of trust, i.e. supervisory positions of other people. And they've gone out and started their own business, stolen my clients, taken my guys that work for me with them as well. So like, I've had that, and that's what I, you know. But then in the same breath, I would also say that there has been times where I've been guilty of maybe not... Um, maybe guilty of not treating them in the right way. That's my, my, me talking there. Do you know what I mean? Well, in terms of the right way, do you mean like managing them in a yeah, and expecting to like expecting too much out of them, um, not being fair at times when they don't meet my expectations? And I get yeah. that you know you got to run a tight ship. So I, I understand all that, but. You know, I think especially it might be different in different industries as such because construction, you can sort of walk out of one job and literally walk into another one the same yeah. day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's quite easy to get that, you know, and construction's probably got the highest staff turnover of any industry, Yeah, I reckon. Because well, the barrier to entry is quite low. Barrier to entry is quite low. There's so much work going on out there. There's so many companies. Competition's rife. And if you're good at your job, you know, you'll get a fucking job in building pizza pits. If you're a good ground worker, for instance, or a good sparky, and you're really good at your job, you'll get, you'll get you gigs. will get a fucking job right yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah. That's just the society we live in. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I've probably been guilty of thinking I was more important than I was. Do you get me? Interesting. No, I'll admit that. And, I, mate, I, I, there, there was periods of the start of my business for the first few years, four or five years of my business where... I thought that I was not better than them, even though I sort of, I suppose, I was because I was willing to take the risk and start my own business. Does that make you better? Better is a funny word, isn't it? Better is a funny word. It doesn't make me better. Better at what? Better at starting a business and doing my own thing, yes. Better at making money. Yes. Better at investing, yes. Yes, but so not a better person. person. That's a, you know, I think that's key to understand there in context. It doesn't make me better than anyone. Better at certain aspects of things because they'll be better at certain aspects than, of course they will than you yeah exactly but that's not making the money is well, it exactly and then there's the jealousy factor that creeps in isn't it it's like well you've had the bollocks to do what they never did do you get me I feel a bit resentful yeah and I got that a lot because a lot of the guys that I actually had working for me um, were people that I worked with for someone else previously so okay. we, we worked on, we worked on a mutual basis as dogs on the ground for other people 
And then I went on to start my own business. And you didn't want to be that dog? No, I didn't want to be that fucking dog anymore. Oh, yeah. you know, anyway, and it wasn't that I wanted dogs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that I wanted to, to become the master as such. It's that I wanted better for myself. Yeah. And I didn't want to answer to anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when I then, you know, started my own business, started to get working, things were going good, I'd always reach out to those guys that I'd met before and worked with on a personal level and go, oh, mate, I've started my own thing now. Do you want to come and work for me? And they're like, yeah, 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 they're fucking sweet. I know you, you're sound. It was like that. And then we were we were like instantly on friend terms when they were working for me as an employee. That's the worst thing to do. So hard, though. It is. I literally had this conversation. So hard, mate. And for for someone like me who, who, who come from that, yeah. and I use those guys to sort of build my own profile, you know, look at my company, look at the work we can do, when really it's these guys that are doing the work. I'm out there getting the work. You're getting the work. I'm not doing... I was doing both at the start. Yeah, yeah, as you look, do. As, as you, you do. do. Yeah, I was But then the obviously you're only... I always say, you're, and I'll still say it now, you're only as good as the team that you've got around you. Do you believe that? Yeah, team is so important. So for example, Diego. So yeah, Diego yeah, came yeah. into my business about six seven months ago yeah he had no real clue on video editing and social media yeah and now the videos like you're seeing now the ones he's doing for our clients like he's learned that in such a short amount of time yeah like and that just goes to show like without good people like that we can't produce good output 100 percent. like he's better at vi- like the team are better at you know video and ads than than i am mm-hmm. um because i've not been on the tools for that you know for a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. um so i feel like team is super super Massive, like, yeah. I I couldn't we couldn't do this. I could not be sat here with you if I'm running working. your business I'm on your own. Business. Yeah, well I'm the same. Do you know what I mean? Goldbrook Homes. There's three other directors. Dean's been here today with me, but the other two are out there doing their thing. I'm here. You know, all right. This isn't Goldbrook Homes related. It's a separate thing, but it's all part Building of your personal brand. Yeah, yeah. And you know, without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing at the level I'm doing it. I would be able to do it, but it would take me a fucking lot longer. Yeah. And I'd probably, I'll probably procrastinate so much that I'll probably struggle with a lot of things. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like as entrepreneurs, it's easy for us to get the credit. Yeah, of course like, it is. But we're quick to take it as well. We're though, quick right? to take it. Don't get me wrong. You know, we, you know, running the business, being the face of it, it's nice. Are you quick to give it though? A hundred percent. Where it's where it's given, where it's due, it's given. Hundred percent. Like for example, my team, like I got I got Diego a bottle of Ciroc yesterday because he was working till like eight nine o'clock. Which simple thing to do, but. You know, you reward your staff when they deserve it. What do you do when they don't deserve it? Just be, again, this is where it's hard for me because everyone that I employ is my age, there or thereabouts. Yeah. So when we go back to your point where you said being friends with someone and then being an employee, yeah. which has fucked me over recently. They see yourself as equals, don't they? They see yourself as equals and they'll lose that, all right, boss to, you know, boss to that barrier, friend. That respect. barrier's gone. That boundary's gone. Yeah, like having yeah. staff on social media, that was that's something I've learned not to do. Yeah. Massively. I can, I can go into later. Yeah, no, digress um, into it, mate. Like, well, you know, why, why, what's got you to that point, and sure. why, why are you, why, what, what's your experience <laughs> with it at the moment? Like, you know, I've got an, under, I know you understand, yeah. you know, but let's talk about it. So there was a said individual came into the business. Um, I'll tell you how, how it happened. Um, I was hiring for a social media manager, mm. and it got to like the night before I was closing interviews. Yeah, yeah. Said individual came to office, said, "Look, I want this job." I said, "You know what? Prove it to me." And said individual created an amazing document. And you know, we go back to a point where we said, maybe they're too good and they, they care too much, but maybe for a reason. Ulterior motive. An ulterior motive. I think this is obviously, well, this is certainly what's happened. Mm. So anyway, long story short, got the job, you know, free promotions in the business. Yeah. You've been with me like six, seven months. Yeah. 
thought, all right, okay, these are the plans. This is what we're going to do moving forward. Found out that, you know, said individual setting up another agency whilst on my payroll, full-time employee, trying to prospect clients in my own office, okay? Yeah. So bear in mind, this is like my right-hand person at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably the past month has been the toughest month I've ever had in business. Mm. Horrendous. Yeah. In, in terms of a business perspective. Yeah. Um, and finding that out, you know, obviously, obviously it's a massive shock. Yeah. And I think it goes back to a point where the person had lost the respect for, I'm the boss, you're working for this business, and this is what I expect from you. He me. had bigger goals. Bigger goals. Which, I look, everyone's gonna, everyone wants to be that guy. I get it. But there's a way to go about it. Yeah, not everyone wants to be that. But not guy. everyone wants to be that. People want to be, especially I think like young males, people my age. Hmm. Not Again, not everyone, but you know, we all want success. We're all hungry. We're, all, we're ambitious, right? Yeah. And this individual was certainly like that. Yeah. But I feel like if you want to do something, go go a certain way about it. Like for me, it's always operating with integrity. If, I mean, if, if individuals say, look, you know what? If it had, he, had he come to you and said, listen, Joe. Um, I want to start my own business. Thanks for the opportunity, yeah. But I, 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 I'm bigger than this. I want to do it for myself. Yeah. What would you, honestly, what would you Honestly, uh, I'd be hurt. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be, yeah, oh yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, thanks, see you later. Yeah. Of course, because it, it was an important part of the business. Yeah. But would I have had the animosity and the frustration? No, yeah. as much. Because he's been honest. He's been honest saying, look, so I'll give you an example. So and then those, that's on you then. If those, you react badly to that, that's, that's, your, that's, that's, your, a, that's a me problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at yeah. least you've said, you know what, I've sat you down. This is the situation. This is what I want. I want more. I want to do this for myself. Okay, who are you, who am I to stop someone chasing their dreams? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. when you go about it in the wrong way, when you do it snaky, and again, I feel like trust is a big thing. Mm. Once trust is gone, it's gone. Mm. Give you an example. I had a guy who used to work for me about two years ago now, and he was with me for about a year. Really good. Nothing, nothing wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he just said, "Look, you know what? I want to start my own business." Yeah. I said, "You know what? That's fine." And we still do business together now. Yeah. We're still doing business together now. He fills in on the odd occasion. That's good though, isn't because it? Because we had that conversation. He said, "Look." It's not quite working out. I want a bit more. This is what I feel like I'm worth. I said, look, I can't afford you to, I can't afford that right now. Yeah. Go ahead, do your thing. And we're yeah, still yeah. friends now and we still do business together now. That's, but that's the difference between someone that operates with in the integrity. integrity. Integrity is a big thing. Mm. But from this individual that we're speaking about, I knew there was a lot more issues, which again, drives someone for that place of scarcity. What's their motive? What's their motive? What, what's the actual reason why they're doing this? What was the reason Do you think? I think it was like without getting personal. Without getting personal, I think it was a few home issues, maybe debt issues. Mm. Um, you know, because desperate people do desperate things, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they do. Because we, you know, we just agreed a new kind of pay packet, which okay. is yeah, which was you know, um, in excess of thirty six thousand a year, which for the, for someone of that That's age, quite good money for. About <laughs> the same age as you, right? Uh, two years older than me. Okay. So that was agreed literally like a few weeks before obviously all this happened. So I'm thinking, right, we've agreed a deal. This is good. This is where I see you, you know, moving on until 50, 60K. Yeah. You know, pretty much running the business at this point. That was going to be the next steps. Yeah, 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 But I think maybe he saw a bit of, what's the word? You know, when you're that guy again, when you've got a someone bit, who's got like, that anger. A bit like me in a sense, like where, wherever, whenever I worked for someone else, you know, they could have been the, the, the best at their job or the best doing it to the best of their ability, but I would have always looked at it and said, I could do it better. Yeah. Always. Like, that's just me. Yeah. So maybe do you think there was a bit of that there? Done better. Maybe. Maybe there was. But maybe it was, I can do this for myself. I see this guy doing it. Yeah. Doing this, this, and this. I can do that. He's, if he, you know, if he on can stage. do it, I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. He's doing this. He's which, is not, which is admirable. Yeah. But it's the way you go about it, Robbie. That's the key thing. Like, mm. you know, prospecting someone in, your, in my own office. 
That's a different thing. That's a different thing. That's that's spiteful, that's snakiness. And doing it whilst I'm paying you. Yeah. You know, if you want to do it on your weekends, tell yeah. me and be honest. Okay, yeah, go ahead no, and do I've it. I've had that happen to me. Basically, like, similar, like I say, where they've literally, you know, taken my clients off me and or basically said to my clients, while they're working for me, oh, look, I'm going to start my own thing in a couple of weeks. I'm leaving Robbie. Can I have your number? And we and I come over. And, and, yeah. and, and, and it... <laughs> It's bad on the clients that I was working for because they let it happen as well. They were like, yeah, I'll take my number. Give me a ring in a month. Yeah. So they were as bad as the person doing it. Do you get me? Yeah. So I, I not only had the trust issues from the person that I thought I could trust that was working for me that I was, you know, paying to represent my brand and my company. Yeah. I was also getting that treatment from the people that I was working for. So it was like I was stuck in the middle and getting dicked. That's a horrendous I was, situation. I was getting dicked from both ends. <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, <laughs> in one way or the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. Uh, that was shit. Yeah, that was really shit, and I took it massively personally. So would I though. If I, if I, I'll be honest, we've not lost a single client. Yeah. To due to that reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, if that had happened, obviously I'd have taken it massively personal. Yeah. But because I've got the relationship with them, I've got that strength, that that bond. Yeah. You know, they understand that construction. Oh, I think is a bit different. I think I don't. I think it maybe it's the kind of service it's we provide. Yes, the industry, it's mate. The industry, Constru- mate, like yeah. I said to you earlier, construction, like. Every Tom Dick and Harry has got a construction company. Like COVID, done that. Everyone yeah. went out. Well, there's a lot of social media agencies out there. Yeah, I guess so. so but I'd say construction's more saturated. More, more saturated. Yeah, and yeah. I think like you can, you can like fuck someone off one day on your site that might be shit, and then you'll have someone Replaced. who who is equally as good, if not a lot better, the next day. No problem. Like, and there ain't even a fucking problem there. Like abundance in like there's so there's a lot of shit out there, but there's not really much loyalty in in construction. Like if you're, especially as a subby, um, like a subcontractor, which yeah. I was a lot of the time, um, I think they like they see you as a little bit of competition. Yeah, they want to keep you down there. And again, that's why I always say to a lot of people, like I consider myself to be unemployable. Yeah, because of my aspirations and my and my drive and my goals because. While I'm working for someone else or or getting paid to do a job for someone else, I'm always over analysing and saying, "Yeah, I'm bigger than this. I could do better than that. I could do better than you." That's just me. So, so I don't think I'm employable. Would you consider yourself unemployable? Not now. Yeah, hundred percent. I couldn't get a job. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. If 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 Ego folded up next week, I'd start something else. Not that it would. You'd yeah. you'd just wipe your face and start again. Hundred percent. Yeah. I'll think about this. There has been points. That I think you know what. If I work for an agency making thirty five k a year, and having that stress of well, not having that stress, finishing work at five and just leaving work and leaving work. work at work, but then I'm thinking, you know what? I wouldn't be able to just come down here, yeah. for the podcast. I wouldn't be able to just go away for the weekend, or you know, take a trip during the week, mm. or doing X, Y, and Z. Pay for your mum to go on holiday. Everyone yeah. to go on holiday. Yeah, you know, have you'd the just car be working got. for a way, exchanging your time for money. Exactly. Yeah, and I'd, I think in my position now, I'm just too far in to be able to. To, to do that, yeah. Um, if you'd asked me a year and a half ago, I said maybe. Yeah. But I think now is not a chance. Yeah. I, c- yeah. I just couldn't imagine someone telling me, right, you can go for a piss or you can't go for a piss. <laughs> yeah. You put your hand up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Or you've got to request X amount of holidays. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put. You got. You got. You got to give me two weeks' notice for that, mate. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I yeah. give me authority, and I'm like, well, nah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm. I. I. I'm exactly the same as that, and I'd. I'd massively struggle if I had to. I just don't think I could do it. No, nah, I don't think I could. I'd, I'd re- I, I've never been employed. That's another thing. I think I'm unemployable because I've never been employed. Really? Never. Oh. Never, never, never. I've always had my own... I've always been self-employed. Always done your own stuff? Yeah, or worked for cash. I've so. got another client who never had a job interview. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've had job interviews, but like again, 
were they really relative? No, they, they, I've probably had three in my whole life. Wow. I mean, you know, at, in my construction business, it's not a job interview when you're ringing someone up and asking you if they want your services. It's not like a job interview. It's just like you telling them what you're capable of, and yeah. if they like the sound of it, they'll get you on board. And you, on, yeah. you just go and prove it to them. It's not like a job interview. Well, you sit down and you present your CV. Yeah, it ain't like that. It's just a bit like, right, what can you do? Oh, yeah, X, Y, Z, Bosh. All right, see you Monday, give it a go. It's that simple. Like, that simple. Yeah, I've never had a, a job interview per se, like where it's been like, right, you know, you need to answer these questions in a such a way that if you answer them wrong, you're not going to get the job. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've yeah. never really been in that scenario. I've had job interviews, but it's never really materialised, and I've never, I've always known that it wasn't what I wanted to be doing, so I've never really taken it seriously. Just a bit like, I mean, there's what there's one there's one job interview that I can actually go back and actually cause, and tell tell you that I did take it really seriously, and this was before I got with Ali. Yeah. Um, and I applied to be a um mental health support worker all right oh okay. yeah i applied to be a mental health support worker at my local um, how old are you when you did that 18 all right 18 that's quite a profound job to go into at uh, a young age isn't i it? always i you know my, my my dad had died by that point uh, i've been quite bad on the drugs um and i've been uh, you know i knew that mental health was a problem do you know what i mean and i'd experienced depression myself um and it psychology always fascinated me the way the mind works, the way the humans work, yeah. um, always fascinated me. So I think that's what drew me more towards that job and being able to help or, you know, people in that situation. Um, and I just like the sound of one of my mates worked there and he was quite a big guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, mate, you'll smash it. He was like, you know, you'll do it. He goes, they, they attack you sometimes and that. He said, but you've, there's, a, there's always a group of you on, on, on call at work. How did that make you feel? Ah, it didn't bother me. I mean, you were loving it. I, was, I, didn't get, I didn't get the job. Um, what was the reason? What did I? I'm just trying to think back. I got. I think they did offer me the job. And if I remember rightly, it, it was about eight or nine months after my after my dad had died and I was really like on the slippery slope to fucking nowhere at the time. Yeah. Um, and I think I refused it. I wanted it. I wanted to do the job and I, I thought I was well suited. You turned it down. I'm pretty sure I'm 100% certain, 99% certain I turned it down because of my mental health at the time. Oh, okay, right. Because of my mental health at the time. Because I I, um, I was in a bad, bad place uh, mentally. You know, I was doing all sorts of things I probably shouldn't have been doing at the time, yeah. excessively as well. So I just didn't, downhill. I didn't feel like being in that environment was really going to do me any good. No. Do you know what I mean? There's there's p all sorts of people in there, like people that are in there for, you know, psychosis related to drug abuse and, um, you know, people that had been abused and... Horrendous stories. I was going, oh yeah, I was going through some mad madness at the time myself. So I... I, I Probably not best place to help someone. Mate, yeah, that's, help that was it. And, I, and maybe looking back, it was quite a, uh, a mature decision to make at that time of my life. Even though I wanted the job and I wanted the money... And I wanted the steadiness of having a a, 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 a a routine job, if you like. I I consciously made the decision that it weren't for me because of where I was in my in my head, and I think that was the right thing. I think that would have I eaten. Agree. I would think that would have eaten me up. Yeah, that wouldn't have been the good thing. To, it's not the wise thing to do when nah. you need the help yourself. First. Yeah, and I'd make up until that point. Like I'd already worked on building sites and done labouring, plastering, painting, and decorating and random shit and. Just never stuck it because I didn't. I, I like, you know, I like property. Always liked it, but 
at, the, at that time, I was just looking for pound notes and I weren't really interested in doing so it. Thinking short term. Yeah. Cash, cash. But that cash. was the only thing. And I'll tell you, th- th- that what drew me to that job was the, that it, it was helping people. Yeah, you were providing a service of care. Making a difference. That's what I wanted and that's what I liked about it is that you were actually given the opportunity to help someone. Yeah. All right, yeah, they might not have wanted to be in there, but they were. And you're at least offering that opportunity. And you're offering that help to be someone that they can just, you know, if you want to be a punch bag for the day, then do it. Or, <laughs> or, or you know, it, it was a reward. It was the reward aspect of the job. More than the money. Yeah, fucking instant. right yeah, it was. Yeah. And I've, I've been like that throughout my life. And that's probably been a, a massive bearing in the decisions that I've made, good and bad, throughout my life, is that I care too much. About other people or just... Every, in, in, every, in every aspect, every aspect. I, I overanalyze a lot when I probably don't need to sometimes and that's something I'm learning not to do too much of. We had that chat, didn't we? Yeah. East Anglian Property Summit. Yeah. And asked you, how do you think it went? Oh, you filled, And you, you filled out a room. Yeah. What was that, 130, 140 people? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still felt that you could have done more and better. Yeah. And I said to you, do you remember when I said to you, I said, mate, you should be, you should be proud of it. Yeah, you were like, stop you it. You proud of yourself like, <laughs> you know, Six months, a year before that, you could probably never fill a room like that. And look yeah, what you've yeah. filled that by yourself. Yeah, yeah. You've done that because people are bought into you and you still, you're still thinking, oh, I don't feel like I've done enough. And I said to you, I said, mate, you should be so proud of that event you put on. Yeah, I can't. I, I've st- I, I still, now I'm not. Do you know what I mean? And I still, I'm my own worst critic, mate. You are. And I've said this to you before. Do you, do you not criticise yourself though? <sighs> I used to, yeah. but I'm better at it now. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm better at it now because I think, you know what? If I genuinely feel like I've tried my best, then I'll what think, else can you do? What else can I do? Yeah. If I fi- if I know I've not gone all the way for a client, for a for a member of staff, for someone, then I'll be thinking, oh shit, I should have. I've let them down. Man. I've let them down, hundred yeah. percent. And there's been times with staff members where I thought actually I've you know probably not been as compassionate as I should have been, mm. and let them down. And then I think, ooh, I'm actually a good boss. Yeah. And then I start to question myself. But I think if I genuinely know I've gone all the way for someone, which you did with that event, yeah. And then you still feel like you're not good enough. Uh, that's 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 where the problem lies because it's 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 the great thing like as you know as an entrepreneur, we get one thing, yeah, and then we want another thing, yeah. and we want another thing, yeah, and, yeah. and we're never really happy with where we are. No, nah. like if I ask you now, how happy are you? Are you happy with the progress you made? I'm happy with the progress I've made, but but but, but am I but. am I but am I content with where I am? No. I'm happy with progress because I've come from A to B to C to D and yeah. I can see that I'm a different person to what I was 10, 15 years ago. So, yeah. And I'm a better person better in person, many yeah. ways. So, yeah, I'm happy with the progress I've made. Could I have done it sooner? Yeah. But that was, again, because of my bad decision-making and the choices that I chose to make. Yeah. That uh, The main limits on why I didn't achieve success sooner. Yeah, that's my own fault, and I kick myself for that all the time. And even now, how do you? Obviously, with Goblet Home, has been what? How long have you been going? Uh, me and Ian started it back in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Wow. Yeah, three this will be three years September this three year. Years. Yeah, yeah. So it's got you know when we've gone from don't get me fucking wrong, it ain't <laughs> been easy, and it still isn't easy. Um, and you know we struggle with with the normal stuff that every business struggles with, like getting to know the people you're working with and how they tick. Um, yeah. It's a massive learning curve, mate. But I'm proud of it. 
I'm proud that I've come from nothing to where I am now, and That's literally brilliant. nothing as well, being just a little hoodlum who, like I said, my, my only uh, understanding of business was margins, profit and loss and product, um, to turning that into, you know, successfully owning three businesses and, you know, creating a brand. And I think I've, I've you know, you, I think I've done that pretty well. 100% I agree. Do you know what I mean? So, and that's all learned experience. That's all something that I've learned on the job as on I'm job. doing it. I didn't have a pre-existing knowledge of how to market or how to build a business. Yeah, that was just a just what you a desire that I had, and I I just made it happen. Do you know what I mean? And you've got the creative mind, you've got the creative spark, like the fact we're doing this, and you've got this going on, you've got that. Yeah, going on. yeah, yeah. That's, am, that's such a big. I am plus. creative, definitely. I'm. I consume to the, to to an extent, but I'm definitely rather create than consume. Yeah, no, I'm the same. You the same? And I, I tell you what, I hate spreadsheets and maths. And I fucking oh hate God. spreadsheets. I, I like oh, the idea of them. I like yeah. the idea. I of see them. why it makes sense. But create, ask me to create one. Ask me to Ooh, look at one. Nah. No way. Uh, yeah, mate. When I ran Egraph Media first year and a half, I, I literally ran the business out of just looking at the bank yeah. and what came in. And That's what came how out. I used to do it. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'd have a timesheet and I'd be like, right, I've got to invoice for that amount of money. I'll invoice for that. And like, my accounting system was literally like print, printed out invoices in a folder. That was my. We had invoices, mate. I wasn't even that. Well, and you then, know, and then my notes on my iPhone and see, all right, client one, this is how much they're paying a month. Client two, this, and then that's how I'd work out what my monthly revenue was. Yeah. Well, mate, that's what I do. But that's what well, I don't now. But no. You, well, actually, that's what you... <laughs> I do. Even still, like, I'm learning now from people like Dean, who I'm in business with, who's a quantity surveyor, who comes from a educated background of maths and numbers and things. I don't. No, so I'm learning so. good stuff from them all the time. Um, let me just start. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. This has yeah, been sure. rolling really nicely, actually. So I'm happy with how it's gone today. Good. But if you could go back... And specifically give a point in your life when you can say, yeah, that was when it changed. When was that? It depends. Was that, in te- was that on TD? Was it looking at the stars thinking, like, this is it? That's definitely a moment. That was a contributing factor. That was a contributing yeah. factor to be moving, not necessarily into an, entre- into an entrepreneurial path, but in just into a better place in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll tell you a story. So I did some volunteering in Tanzania. Oh, uh, yeah. 2018, if about I told you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the reasons I actually went was because... <laughs> my ex-girlfriend has brought <laughs> there's, a, there's a common theme here. I seem to run away when there's a problem yeah they're all fucking exes <laughs> yeah so my first ex yeah so the girl I first like fell in love with she broke we broke up yeah and I thought again it was that moment which is, maybe I need to like figure this out why do I why do I keep running away <laughs> yeah, whenever yeah. something happens yeah, 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 yeah but yeah so I thought you know what I need to do something bigger than myself mm. so I went to Tanzania for about eight weeks just lived there in, uh, with the local family in a fucking mud hut in a, in a it was probably like twice the size of this room mm. there was a, a hole in the ground i slept on like a hammock a hole in the ground to shit in yeah yeah to shit in yeah, oh yeah. i've God. literally got a picture of it like it was literally just a hole in the ground uh and who, there's, there's who cleans place. the hole or do you just dig another one so another the hole because it's on a slant it, it you flush it and it does it does generally because it, it goes down and does it yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember the first time i had to squat me out thinking what the hell what have the I, fuck what have i got myself into but i tell you what that's H- humbling as fuck that's the mo- the happiest I've ever been in my life was when I was there. Really? Genuinely, I can I, I say this hand on heart. The happiest I ever was. I like my home comforts a lot. Was when I was there. Yeah? Mate, you go back and so, do it again? Yeah, I want to go back. I'm, I'm doing Kilimanjaro this year. Oh, um, yeah, you and saw what I, you're training I, for. You saw what I'm training for, and I'm planning to spend a few weeks in Iringa, so that's where I stayed. Yeah. Because I've still got the good connections there, the, yeah, the ones yeah. that I made. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to go back. 
because I, I used to be quite big into football, so I was teaching football, teaching lads football. And I said to him, I said, look, one day I'll come back and we'll, we'll build like some facilities, better, better, you know, facilities, yeah, yeah. pictures, training rooms, all that kind of stuff. So I said to, I said to the guy Loopy, I said, look, one day I'll come back and help you do this. Yeah. And I've still got that mission. To still do. in contact with him. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, no, nice. I like that. So I like the sound of that. Um, so yeah, in terms of like happiness for me, that was, those were the, those were the points that you can like immediately go back to and revert to and say, yeah, that those were turning points. hundred percent, mate. Like I thought, you know what? I was like waking up. I was not, I was in a normal house, you know, with, with, with these guys. Would you recommend other people that like, you know, other young people of your age who might, who might be looking for that, uh, that thing, that, that thing or, or, yeah. or, or that moment of clarity, that epiphany moment that everyone's yeah. looking at. Would you recommend people do that? So I, I would not recommend anyone stealing the mum's credit card. All right. I wouldn't recommend no, that. I'm not, I'm not advocating. But that. what I would recommend is doing something that's bigger than yourself and not, not giving something, not respect, expecting anything back. Yeah. So just giving your time. Whatever that is. Whatever not, that not necessarily is. going to do charity work in, do, in Tanzania, but nah. that can be like... But even just like working with a local charity mm. or, you know, doing some... Like, you know, but doing something extreme doing something is like that, like going to Tanzania and doing that that's, volunteering yeah, work. That's like... Accessible to everyone, but... Yeah, it's not, but, you know... Well, you, that principle of... The principle of, of doing that. Giving time, giving effort. To the less fortunate. To the less fortunate. Yeah. I feel like you get such an internal satisfaction yeah um so for me that was honestly the best experience ever. and that can be anything i mean you, you, you there's thousands of different charities and places that help people or animals or charitable causes in there that you can go and get, get involved, involved in yeah. and it doesn't cost anything apart from your time 100%. and yeah i get down with that i mean that's similar to like i started my own mental health support group in lower stuff like years ago now um I don't attend it anymore physically, but it still goes. It still oh, runs. Right, nice. Uh, and it's got like, I think it's about 10,000 people on the online community. Jeez. And it, when I started it, it was just me and 100 locals. And then when I stepped away from it after it, I didn't need it anymore. It grew. It just went. Poof. And like, because I let a few people in charge of it, like a few of the younger people that used to come to the group, I just said, look, I'm going to put you admins on the group on Facebook and you can take care of the weekly meetings physically. And I'd, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, I've I, I've I I I need to get away from that. Do, do you know else. what I mean? Because it was draining for me as well. Because I was always that person that people came to when they needed help. Not take did, other I, people's problems on. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah. not that I didn't like doing it or want to do it. It's that it got too much for me, yeah, and I started losing sight of me. Do you know what I mean? So it got me better, and then once I knew that I'd, you know, used it for what I set it up for, I thought I'm gonna I need to step away from this now. But it turned into something really good for people that still use it now and have done since I started it. Do you know what I mean? No, and, I, no. and I didn't do that out of anything. Like I did it because I needed help and I didn't know how to get it. So you set that up and helped other people. Yeah. As well as helping yourself. And that helped me. And so that helped yourself, helping yeah. other people helped me yeah. because it put things into perspective for me. I used to think that like what I'd been through was the fucking worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think everyone thinks that because it's relative to your own person, right? So I, I understand that, like, you know, context and all that stuff. But to me, listening to some other people's stuff that was, mate, I, 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 it wouldn't be right of me to share any of them yeah. stories on this on this forum because it's, it's it, you know, people told That's me right. things in confidence. Yeah, but let me tell you, like, I, I've fucking heard things from people and I'm like, Fuck me, like it just puts you into like perspective. I think, fucking hell, my my shit's it's not even that. minor compared to that. Like, yeah, I, I experienced bad drug addiction and yeah. 
you know, man. So when I look at your story and then I think of how I grew up. Different. I feel like, oh God, like what you've been through is compared to what I've been through. Yeah. Feels like I've been through nothing. Yeah. Even though to me at the time it was probably something. And then you're probably thinking that about other people. Yeah, I do. And, that, and that's what, and that's, for me, that's how I was able to get better. And because I realised that, you know, it can always be worse for a start. Do you know what I mean? And even though at that time that you might be experiencing negative things or you're you're unhappy, it can always be fucking worse, man. Do you know what I mean? Genuinely, like, you're still blessed to be breathing fresh air. Like, when you're going through that shit, like, you're still alive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It could always be fucking worse. And I feel like sometimes we, we forget about the simple stuff. Yeah. Just being able to walk. Being Everyone able to overcomplicates. Go, yeah, we do. Days. That's why. We want this, 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 and this. I want to look Fast like this, this, as and well. this. Yeah. I want it yesterday. Yeah. But some people won't, won't even wake up tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Then everything that you're stressing or worrying about is... Minor. Irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. So, if, I mean, you're only 24. So this question might be a bit like... Yeah. I'd ask this to people a bit more my age that have sort of lived another lifetime and then reflected. But if you could go back and talk to an 18-year-old version of yourself, yeah. what would you say to him? What the, what piece of advice would you give him? Don't be a cocky twat. That was the first thing I'd say. Second thing is always lead with value. Yeah. How can you help people? Because mm. it's not about... I used to chase the money. Yeah. Chase the clout, chase the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you stop chasing, it's it, like being true it to yourself. Organically it happens. Comes. Yeah, so yeah. the more, you know, the more value we have, the better results we get for clients. Yeah. The more recommendations and referrals we get. Yeah. The bigger the business grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more I don't sit there on Tinder, trying to find X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. The more yeah. it just seems to happen. Yeah. So my when point is, when you're not is, looking for it, when you're not looking for it, so it's like when you chase something, it's like chasing the cat, the cat's tail. It's always gonna. Just be a little bit totally. you know, in front of you. Yeah. So that's what I'd say to myself is focus on just adding value, being a good person, mm. and the universe just rewards you. Yeah. Like, like now, genuinely, like we, I'm not, not that I'm not bothered about the money, but I'm just thinking like, how can we add value to clients? Yeah. Because I know the clients will stay for longer. We build that relationship. They get results. We get results. Everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like how can I chase that next pound coin. Yeah, but would you say that you were? I was like that, hundred percent. I like. I remember having no real money and just you know trying to spend stuff on design and stuff that I couldn't afford. And honestly, when did that? When did that mindset change? Honestly, probably when eGrowth started to become like an actual business. It wasn't just it wasn't just me with my laptop anymore. It was actually I've got three, four people now. You've got an office. I've got an office. I've got f you know four full time staff. Responsibility. Who depend on me running the business in a certain way yeah, 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 and yeah. delivering a certain got wages to, to pay i've got wages to pay Th these people have got rents and mortgages to you know to, to cover yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah i get that. so i think at this point now it's like every day i need to wake up and think right we need to keep these clients happy we need to do the best that we can mm. because it's we depend on them mm. and their their results and their success yeah so that's what i would say to the staff it's not me who pays the wages yeah, yeah well if you've got no clients if you've got, got no clients you've got no Revenue. We've got, we've got no revenue, exactly. Yeah. So I think for me, once I started to employ people, I was like, shit, this is actually getting real now. It's that it's not just me with a laptop anymore. Yeah. And a Wi-Fi connection. Where does the cocky twat come from? So why why would you say that to yourself? Because I was like that. So anyone that knows me, again, there'll be people from Murfield that watch this. And anyone that obviously knows me from Murfield, small town, we all know each other. Um, most small towns. Yeah, it's what small towns are like, right? And... um Hope there's a lot of 
Probably, I'd say more blokes than girls, but more blokes that yeah. just didn't take a liking to me. Um, now, do you think me, that was because of the image that I portrayed and maybe the insecurity I was trying to, you know, brush well, over? Yeah, probably. You had that drive that they didn't, so maybe there was a bit of that there, or maybe it was the drive that I had. Yeah, and I, as I said, I felt like a bit of an in betweener. Yeah, and people can feel threatened by that jealousy. But now it's funny because the same people that obviously used to say stuff then, like I, I went into the pub. I get this. Oh, hello, mate. You, Fucking hell, how oh, you doing? I see you on Legend. social media. Legend. Oh, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. Oh, you mate, you're killing hey, it. You're back keep, your edge, like, keep you are a cunt. And I was like, you would not give me the time of day. Did you ever get that? Did you ever get that, like, wait, similar? Like, you might you might roll in somewhere and you see someone. They're like, oh, fucking hell, mate. How are you doing? I ain't seen you for ages. And I think to myself, there's a fucking reason why you ain't seen me for Honestly. ages. Because you're a cunt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. It literally happened a few months ago. Mate, that'll, that'll it, happen more and more. And it'll more happen more and more. more. And I get messages on Instagram as well, like, oh, you're smashing it, you're doing this, you're doing that. I ain't seen you for years, mate. Oh, mate, keep, you know, keep it up, mate, keep up the good work. Yeah. And when I first started my little business and what I was doing... They're silent haters, thing, though, then, people. Of course they are, mate, of course. Mate, I don't even want to know the amount of conversations I've been in. Or about, or you've been about, or 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 about me. Yeah, oh, mate, fucking up. My ears burn on a constant fucking basis, mate. Yeah. To be fair, like, I always say, like, I do care. Like, we spoke about this earlier, didn't we? You yeah. said... Oh, do you care about what people say? And you were quite surprised when I said, yes, I do care quite a lot. Why did that surprise you about me? Because you're just, the, the vibe I get from you is that you just get up and go. You'll yeah. do it. Yeah, I will. Uh, and you will. Yeah. So when you said, oh, actually I do. Is it con- like, Was that contradictive to was, what your belief was about To what my belief was, yeah, exactly. Obviously I knew that you'd think, you know, you'd care about what Ali said, what your business partner said. I get that. Yeah. But when you said like, it, you know, the wider public, I thought, I was surprised. Was you? I was surprised, I'll be honest. Mm. Just because of the kind of personality that you've got with the kind of content that we put out there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, we're, we're in everyone's faces. People see what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I feel like when we look at your content, it's like this guy's just in his own lane. Yeah. Doing his own thing. Well, that, mate, I, I guess, and, I, and I feel like I am. And you are. So I was just surprised. I'll be, I was just surprised, I'll be honest. Maybe that's just a, I don't know. Do I, re- do I really care what people think? No, I don't, I suppose. On the face of it, I might. On the face of it... it but deep, 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 deep Yeah, down. I mean, on the face of it, so it might, if someone says like something that I don't like, I don't get down with or someone disagrees with my point of view yeah. or they slander me for whatever reason, then it might hurt my feelings for a, t- a time, like periodically. And I'm talking it... If I'm, now dig- then. if I'm digging deep on it, yes, it doesn't hurt my feelings that much. I'll think about it, and I'll be like, "Why? What? You know?" I might go, "Why are they? Why are they being like that?" But then now I'll be like, "Fuck off, mate! You're just jealous. Yeah, you're just jealous that you ain't got the fucking bollocks to do what I've done." I feel like if you are genuinely a good person and you do right by everyone, then the other reason that they dislike it is because of jealousy. Yeah. If you are a twat and you yeah. talk to other people, then yeah. they might just like you. They might Don't just, get me wrong. I've been, just be jealous. I've been a twat. And I've been a twat. So that I think maybe that's where my insecurity comes from, is that I have been a twat in yeah, the past. Too. And, you know, I guess maybe it's those people that, I, that I'm bothered about being judged by. If I'm thinking about it, or as I'm sat here right now, uh, maybe the people that I've done wrong to in the past might be sitting there now thinking, who the fuck does he think he is? Doing all this, doing, doing all that. that. He'd fucking, if people knew what he was like 20 years ago, they wouldn't fucking like him. Yeah. And maybe now I'm sat here thinking about it right here and now, 
maybe that's where the seed of my um, insecurity, comes, insecurity from. comes from. And what was your, f- when you first met me, yeah, what was your honest? I was going to ask you the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Go on. What was my impression of you? Tell, yeah, let me, um, let me just put this out on my camera. That was funny. I was literally just looking at my questions and I was thinking, that's my next question in it. Uh, my first impression of you. When did we meet first? So when we first met online, uh, May of last year. But we first met in person in the summer of last year when we Where? did filming uh, um, Yaxley. In that we know it was really hot. Was that the first day or time we met physically? I think that was the first time. Yeah, I think that was the first time we met. Mm. And then you've been up to Leeds a few times. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, the yeah. first impression I got of you. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think back. Uh, I mean, well, it speak it should speak volumes really because it was like a year ago and we're you're still you're sat here now, yeah. so it should it should answer its own that answer it for you really. But my first impression, um, ambitious. I liked, I like anyone that pushes forward. I like anyone that pushes against the grain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just like that about you. I like you were a bit cheeky. You know what I mean? You're quite, <laughs> you're quite giggly. And I like that. I, I find it, you're quite a light-hearted person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't think you were like, don't take this the wrong way, but too deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like that. I mean, I'm I'm a complicated person and I often overanalyze and go too deep sometimes. And yeah. I think, fucking hell, Robbie, is that really necessary? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I do like really go deep on conversation sometimes and I'm thinking, fucking hell, people really want to hear that shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, I didn't get that from you. And I like that. I like that we didn't have to sit there and have a massively, don't get me wrong, we probably could and would yeah. in a certain, like we have today. Like we have today, yeah. Yeah. And, and I like that, but I like that that weren't the vibe I got from you. You were yeah. just a happy-go-lucky sort of person. Sure. Do you know what I mean? And did you, um, people always think I'm older than my age. Mm. People, no one ever believes I'm 23. Nah, see, I, did, I, did you no, I always thought you were in your... In really? Your, yeah, if I, if I didn't know you, I would have said early 20s, yeah. That's magical. Yeah, because of the way you carry yourself. And yeah. I just think, like, you've got that confidence of a younger person. You aren't as... I mean, I was like that at your... I was fucking... You think I'm full on now? I've always been like that, yeah, and probably I was it. more so when I was your age. But I'm a lot more toned down. Yeah, man, I'm a lot more reserved, and that comes with age. And uh, you know the way that I, the way that my thought processing works now yeah. is a lot different to when I was 24. Yeah, like when I was 23, 24, I'd fucking fly off the handle. Yeah. Like that would be my instant reaction to most uncomfortable situations I was in. Anger. I was fly off the handle. You're a hot, hot head. Yeah, very hard to reason yeah, with. Yeah. Wouldn't ever see reasoning behind anyone else's point of view. See, when I meet you now, you seem sort of calm. Yeah, I am. I am, but I'm I a just, different person now. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? And that has only come. I'm still me. I've still got. I've, I'm still me to the core. You know, I think. <laughs> But we all evolve, do you know what I mean? We all evolve. And me and my mate spoke about this the other day. My mate come and see me, and he was my best man at my wedding. Uh, I've been met best friends with him for over 20 years. And we were just saying, like, we, we, we haven't seen each other physically for four years. And it was like nothing. It was like I saw him last week. Like, literally, we just started cracking well, They're on. the best kind of friendships. Yeah, they are. But it just, but it was like we both did say that we've both massively evolved as people. Do you know what I mean? Like... The, the, the things that used to interest us interest 15, me. 20 years ago don't interest us anymore. 
we find our stimulus in other ways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So we have changed as people because you'd be lying if you said you hadn't, right? And change is an important part of life. Evolving is important part of life. Yeah. And allowing that to Staying happen. Staying true to yourself yeah. and not trying to be anything that you're not. That's not a good thing. That's hard, though, because That's I think nice. when you're trying to fit into a certain group or gap or, yeah. you know, you do try and um, fit in, didn't yeah. you? Sometimes. Yeah. You know, I think being true to yourself is massively important because you'll find your way one way or the other in whatever chosen discipline that you're trying you to find your in. way in. Yeah. You will find your way. You'll find your niche in that in that area. Like me in development, like a lot of people would think of developers, property developers. Like if you were to, like if, if you weren't in the game you're in, right, and you know someone asked you to draw a picture of a property developer, what would you draw that picture as? I would say, fifty year old, yeah, man in a suit, yeah, middle class, yeah, very like, you know, probably drives like a Porsche or Aston Martin. Looks like he's got money. Looks like looks like he's got money. Educated, educated, you know, you know, very very smart guy. Miserable. Miserable, a bit grey. Yeah. When I think of a developer, that's what I think of. Yeah. When I think of a builder, when I think of a grafter, when I think of a, you know, a, a, you know, someone working with hands. Yeah. You know, I think of someone like you. Yeah. That's what I mean. So. But I think that's what makes you unique. Yeah. Because you're not. I'm a blend of all that. This is what Do I mean. Do you know what I mean? I, I can be defined. I can be refined if I want to be. Put on a shirt, look nice, but is that me? That's not you. Do you know? That's what I'm saying. So people look like I want to dispel that fucking myth of like you know. You've got to look and be a certain way. Yeah, you haven't. And uh, hang on, well, because we're we're fucking creating another can of worms here, really. Because like I'm not feeding into that narrative that you can be or look any way that you see fit. Because I don't agree with that, and I I don't you know being what you want. What what you want to be is important. Like if you feel like you can be a certain thing, like a, if you feel like you can be a successful entrepreneur, you will be. An you obs- will be. You will be one. Yeah. If you want to identify, this is another thing. But if you want to identify as a fucking object, like a kettle or a they, and you and you're getting into the whole gender thing and identifying that that's a different thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Let's not go into that one. You can if you want, but I think that's a whole different podcast. That is a whole different podcast. Uh, we could sit there for like hours. We could be there till cars come on. We could be, and, and I don't want to be, but yeah. uh, you know, what's your views on that? On the gender? Just uh, yeah. I mean, all right. Yeah, just just one thoughts. one question for you. Yeah. Are your family religious? Uh, not really. No. As in, are you? We'll go to church every night, like for Christmas and that. Do you? Yeah, yeah. So you I, are... I don't go anymore, but I used to as a kid. Okay, so the religion's there in your family, sort yeah. of thing. The belief's there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's what's your views on... I mean, I watch this on... The, I don't really watch the news yeah, or, yeah. or digest any mainstream media, to be honest, anymore. But on the news the other day, I noticed that there's a thing at the moment where someone's lobbying to change the words in the hymns, as in making God... Gen- gender neutral when it comes to singing hymns. Have you heard that? I've not heard that. Seriously, it was no, on I'm the fucking BBC really? News the other day. Like the news that we all watch, or not or the general population all watches. Watch. Yeah. There was there was a piece on there about changing uh, the hymns so that God was gender neutral and not saying him, and not saying you know him as a man. It was they were going to call him a they, um, and actually physically change that in the Bible. What's your views on that? 
I feel like it just typifies the site we live in. Um, it's fucking bullshit, is what I, it is. I f- it? I f- I'll be honest, I think he's bollocks. Like, God is God, right? Whether you believe in him or not. Like, he is he. He is he. She is she. The Virgin Mary. She's the Virgin Mary. Yeah, well, fucking hell. Was he going to become the Virgin... The Virgin Alan? <laughs> or, do you know so what I'm Virgin saying? The Virgin Mary is a female. Yeah, because she can have kids and reproduce as a female. Yeah. God and Jesus. Male. A male. Joseph. Male. male. Moses. Male. male. That's what I'm uh, saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but... Like, but it just... Don't you think that's one of the problems with with right now? The world, the world is a crazy place. I'm right telling now. you, but like, reinforce like you just said a minute ago, you can be who you want to be, and yeah, to, to, in in certain contexts, I believe that. Okay. Like I mean, a professional, sure. if you want to achieve certain things, I believe that. Yeah. Affirming that in your brain, are you telling yourself that on a daily basis that you're successful and that you will succeed works? Yeah. And that's fine, but then when you're on into the other context of like you can be who you want to be. Dress how you want to dress. That is fucking bullshit, is it not? And it goes to a point where, you know what really gets me back up the wall? Go on. Vegan. Oh. Okay, so. I don't like vegan. So. I do. I, I like people. I do. For us, right? For me, anyway. If I want to eat meat. I want to eat meat. I will eat meat. I fucking love meat. Right. I will. I love meat. Steak, chicken. Anything. Any day, any meat, any day of the week. I'll yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Do I say to a vegan, you need to eat meat? Do I try to impose my views onto them? No. no. I think this is the problem with the other side of the argument. Yeah. Is that they try to impose yeah, their, beliefs. their beliefs into you. Oh, you and if you meat. don't do that, you're the bad person. You're a bad person. You know, you, you're contributing to climate change. You know, you're going to eat red meat. You know, it's yeah. killing all these animals, animal cruelty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's, yeah, I, get, I just want to have my steak in peace. Yeah, just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> I don't moan. Like, it's, just, it's the whole thing not, with, like, with homosexuality and all that stuff. Like, I've got no problem with with people that are gay, um, and even to the point that my nan is a lesbian, right? I've got no issue with it at all, with what people want to do and what their preferences are when it comes to sexuality. Yeah. What I have got a problem with, and this might be a personal problem, and some people might shoot me down for it. I I don't really give a fuck to be totally honest. Is the identification issue? I don't care people want to be gay. That's yeah. not the issue here. But what I've got the issue with is that if you're born a man, you're a man. You're a man. You're I a don't male. care how you feel yeah. or how society's made you feel, yeah. you're a geezer. Yeah. You've got a dick. Yeah. If you're born as a female, you've got a vagina, you've got reproductive organs as a female, you're a female. Yeah. Yes, you can choose to have them removed if you really want, but then that's where I draw the fucking line. Yeah. Yeah, if if I if someone was born as Michael and then he wants to cut his cock off, be Michelle, turn it inside, call himself Michelle. I don't think that <laughs> then gives him the right to go in the female toilets. No, or even worse, competing in female sports. Exactly, that's just wrong. That's what I'm saying. That's... What's the name of that UFC fighter? The fucking man that's got <sighs> right. tits and he's cut his cock off. Can't remember his name. I don't know. But he's a fucking unit, isn't he? I've not seen it. I've I've seen the swimmer. You know the swimmer. Yes, the swimmer. Similar thing. Yeah, similar thing. I've seen the swimmer and built like a man. Built like a man, wiping all the women out out the way on the races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that not, can't be. That's, that's not, not right. fair. That's is not it? fair. That's not right, in my opinion. That's not sportsmanship, is it? Nah. And I'm not really into sports that much, but that is not good sportsmanship, is it? No. That's not fair game, is it? Because let's be honest, that transgender person is gonna win. Is gonna win. Well, yeah, because they're probably a lot stronger. Because they're stronger. Because technically, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. men are stronger than women physically, usually, yeah. without training. It's just natural for that. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that that's fucking wrong. I think that's wrong as well. 
So why do we live in a society that thinks it's okay? I feel like there's a bigger agenda. You do? I do. How can I explain it? I don't, again, I don't sound like a conspiracy theorist. No, I don't, because I, okay. I do like a conspiracy. But I believe that um, there's a big problem with, you know, especially like young males. Like, I don't want to talk about Andrew Tate. I might talk about Andrew Tate. Some it. people agree with him. Some people disagree with him, right? Yeah, Good yeah, points yeah. and bad points. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like young males, I feel like we feel very disenfranchised with who we are in our positions in the world. And I feel like a lot of this relates back to like, you know, what gender identification, the he, the him, the her, the, the pronouns. I feel like there is a bigger agenda with everything that's going on, right? So like the climate change, yeah, you know, gender identification, LGBT, all this is kind it a of stuff. Is it, is it a you know, diver- not eating meat? Is it a diversion tactic? I don't know if it's a distraction tactic Dis- or what. Distress what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like there might, I don't know. What is the agenda then? If that is like, if they are the moving parts and the external pieces of the puzzle, mm-hmm. what's the what's the what's behind that? I'd be a very rich man if I knew. <laughs> yeah, or, you'd be, or you'd be fucking assassinated. I'd be dead. Yeah, I think that's one, probably one more likely. That's more likely in an assassination because everyone is you. Well, I think that it's it's impossible to say right, but what I feel so the power just went off. If anyone knows what happens. The power went off. I've had to <laughs> recut it back in, but um, yeah, it's been it's been a really good conversation today, and I feel like we've um, we've covered a lot of subject matter, quite varied as well, quite varied, and I like that, and I hope people can take some value from that, and you know, listen to this and um, take the good bits and take what they want from it. But if you had, if it, any advice to someone who's, you know, at your point or or you know, a bit younger than you, starting out in business, yeah. Young, got good aspirations. What what advice would you give to her? Few, I've got a few pieces of advice. Yeah, okay. go on, so go f- for it. First thing for me is get yourself educated and get yourself a mentor. Mm. Okay, so I've had a mentor pretty much since I've started with this business. Yeah. First course I ever bought was a guy from Jordan Plotten. I know it's, it's, it might sound generic, but it's super important. Um, so I bought a course, basically just teaching about social media marketing. Bought that, bought the mastermind. Um, shout out to Steve uh, and Chris Taylor as well, who I work with. Um, they've also helped me in other ways, like mentoring me in other ways, like elements of social media, how to improve my results for clients, yeah, yeah. how to improve as a businessman myself. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of, you can learn stuff on YouTube, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I feel like having, like being part of a mastermind or having a one-to-one being mentor, held accountable. being held accountable, going down and seeing someone who's, you know, where you want to be. That works, doesn't it? That 100% works. So get yourself educated. And it, and it hurts, don't get me wrong. Like I've probably spent about 30, 40 grand on my education. The same here, mate. Yeah. And it hurts. You think oh, I'm going to drop. It hurts initially. It hurts initially, but you know, but longer term. Got, if you've got that mindset of this will help me, it's an investment for the future, and to better yourself, then it's not really a loss of money, is it? Hundred percent. Because not. you're going to earn that back hundred times. Exactly. And that's yeah. You've got to have that. So mindset's important. Mindset, mentor, getting a mentor, education, education. Yeah. Third thing is the circle you're surrounded with. I was about to say that. Al- align yourself with the people that you want to be like. Yeah. So I've got um. My best friend is called Elliot. So me and him started our first business, which we've not actually spoke about in this podcast. So we started a company called EJ Events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you've probably seen some news articles I on that. You've probably I seen have. that. Yeah, so that was our first, like, made, like not major business, but first kind of endeavor. First thing. And now he does, he's been doing crypto for about six, seven years really? in the background. And now he's doing crypto developing full time. Yeah. And he's got a company. He's got, you know, he's doing like really like serious numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we did a deal together for like probably like a month ago. So we yeah. brought one, like one of our big, our biggest client on. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I wouldn't have had that 
if you hadn't brought that to me. Nice. So my point is, if you're surrounded by yourself with people who want to win and who are winning, yeah, it's a it's a trickle down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll you know they'll bring you on deals. You do bits, you know, you do business with people that you know. And I've done business with other people I know in my area. Yeah. For example, like bringing like Tom and Sam on. Yeah. Um, I love Sam. He's a nice guy. Sam's mate. a good lad. Good kid. Sam's a good I lad. like him a lot. Um, but that, I think that's key. Surround but, yourself with good people. But if you if you're not like like <coughs> now like, I don't surround myself. Like I don't have the biggest circle of friends, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs maybe don't have the biggest circle. Hey, of I've friends. got none. Well, like, I say I've got none. Yeah. I've got people that I do business with and that yeah. I would consider a friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when it comes to actually having a social circle, yeah. I haven't got one. No, no. I don't go don't out. Go. I socialize no. with my wife. If I'm yeah. doing anything nice, I want to. Yeah. I want to involve her because if I don't, I won't. <laughs> <any of it. laughs> I've got like three or four friends. I say like, yeah. that like I can I can yeah, trust right? close ones close ones yeah that's um, that's a good number mate I'd say that's a fucking but, but, good number but, uh, yeah exactly but my you're point lucky. is like yeah you're lucky mate I've got none well no I haven't I've got two or three but like well this is what I mean like f- yeah free form max yeah max. like yeah, I don't yeah, have a big it's not like we're a friendship group it's like pockets of people like, yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. friends with right but that changes as you get older doesn't it it changes as you get older and as as you evolve as a person like me and Elliot like we'll have a conversation <coughs> and you know we'll chat about business chat about whatever but because we're so aligned in what we're trying to do, obviously in a different field. Yeah, your goal, your aspirations are the same. Yeah, that's why we can just chat all night about anything, but we still have that friendship element. Because me and him used to play striker together. No, did you? So I was number nine, he was number ten. Yeah. So we used yeah, to play yeah. football up front, and um, since that friendship really started then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like he's probably one of the most successful people I know in my immediate area. So ha- being friends with people like that who bring you into deals, who you know bring you opportunities, and you know you do the same for them. You know, that's my point where you need to surround yourself with people like that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that because it's so important. I've only excelled since surrounding myself with the people that I want to be like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you're at, your goals change and it's like, well, hang on a minute, this guy can do it. I can do it. It's just a case of dotting the T's and crossing the I's, isn't it? Yeah. You know? And not only that, it's not so much like obviously the social circle, but like having a good family. Yeah. Obviously, if in your case, having a good, you know, having Ali, who's obviously your rock, right? Yeah, yeah, massive. Like, it's all these different elements of your life. And even for me, like having good clients, mm. like clients that we actually enjoy working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I speak to other agency owners that have clients that they treat them like shit. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, treat, treat them as a commodity. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But with, with the relationships I've got with my clients, like, you know, we'll speak on the phone at half past ten. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll, send we'll do a deal. Send f- each other stupid pictures. We'll send each other stupid <laughs> pictures. Or, yeah. you know, if business is a bit tough, all right, let's reduce the cost. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Do, let's do a deal that works for us both. Yeah. And then when you're ready to scale up again. Yeah. And, you know, I've done that with a few people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I see the longevity and I, and I, I want to build that long-term relationship. Yeah. Having, I think, understanding in business is key. A bit of compassion yeah. as well. In compassion, look, you know, I'm not going. You know, this is this is what happened. You know, I don't want to. I, I like what you do, but I don't want to stop it. Yeah. But yeah. can we look at reducing it a little bit? Yeah. Just yeah. while we get the next few months out of the line. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll continue to do that with people that I see that want to work long term with us. Yeah, yeah. And that value what we do, and we value you know the growth that we can help you. Yeah, you know, know, bring to your business. I appreciate that. Um, and I feel that's a big thing if you want to build genuine relationships because business is ups and downs. Like, for example, like with you know with the clients with everything that happened recently, there was two weeks where we had to in essence just pause everything that we were doing. Yeah, just to regroup, regroup, recap, retrench, mm. jump back in the trenches, sort my next moves out. Um, and obviously that played a massive, massive. I'm thinking, shit, this is not good. Yeah, but I called every client. And yeah. every client's been understanding. They said, look, you know what? Don't worry. 
we'll sort the payments out there, we'll, we'll pause it, we'll, we'll do what we need to do. Yeah. Get through it, get the right people in place and we go again. Mm. And that's what's happened. Mm. Um, so our point is like working with clients who want to grow as well. Yeah. And if we're on that journey together, we can celebrate. E-growth, that's what it's all about. It's e-growth, online growth. Yeah, yeah. Here's an interesting one for you that I've asked everyone so Go far on. and everyone's sort of given um, a varied response, but I'm interested in yours. Social media, is it more damaging than it is rewarding? Ooh, it depends how you use it, okay. Whether you're a consumer or a creator. If you are a consumer of social media, I would say it has more... Which we all are. Which we all are, I'm a consumer, okay, but I'm very much a producer of content. Yeah. I get my business through social media. Yeah. I help my clients go f- grow through social media. Yeah. Okay. I feel like for my generation, for example, Instagram, it, it does depend also on the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give you a few examples. Okay, so Instagram, for you know, for example, that's a younger demographic. Yeah. We see entrepreneurship is very glamorized on that platform. Yeah. I, you know, my audience on Instagram is very different to my audience on Facebook. Is it? Yeah, so my audience on Instagram is just people my age. Yeah. People that I know, you know, my content's very, very different. Okay. Yeah. Versus my content on Facebook and LinkedIn, which I use for your a cor- prof- Your corporate. My corporate is it's more, you know, it's more of a business face because that's what I use as tools to get business. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use Instagram. I've never had a client through Instagram. Okay. I just keep that personal to myself. Okay. But my point is Instagram can be quite damaging because it promotes and it glamorizes entrepreneurship. Yeah. Because you can, it, it's easy to see why someone's in the room. They see someone always out smashing it, doing this, doing that. How they can feel you know, he's inferior, inferior. And yeah. you're not doing that on purpose, but that's just the natural human way that I can't do that. And, and, and with girls as well, like they yeah. compare themselves with other girls and yeah. you know, she's skinnier than me. Men fucking do that. And as well, men, men do that as well. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, why does he look like this? Why has he got this car? You know, and we, we compare ourselves. So in that respect, it can be very, very uh, damaging, damaging because we can, uh, you know, we, we compare our lives with other people. Yeah. But at the same time, it is ridiculously powerful. It's a free it's a free tool to advertise in the start. It is incredible, right? So me and you, we met through I believe you did a post and I did a post saying I'm looking to connect with developers. Yeah. You commented on that. Yeah, yeah, I think I did, yeah. And then I dropped you DM, we had a chat, we had a few calls, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's how the relationship started. We never would have crossed paths had it weren't for social had media. Had it would it not be for social media. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Um, if you use it, as, as I said, if you're a producer and you create content and you're adding value, yeah, you'll find investors through there, which is the main thing that we do is help people find, raise funds and raise their profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Now, that wouldn't, have been ha- that wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't through social media. And exactly. building a personal brand. Yeah. Like, it's just a free platform for you exactly. to, to grow, to tell people what you do, to showcase your credibility. Yeah. And people will come to you, and you'll sell out 135 man events. You're never gonna, you're never gonna have an uh, another platform that is free of charge to man- manipulate and abuse as much as you want. Yeah, for free. Oh yeah. There's no I'm other. There's no other channel of advertising that you will get that for free. I mean, obviously you got to have a you got to have a following, I suppose. And, and yeah, of course you can't. You're not going to post content to no if one. You, if you've got no no one on your friends list, and you, yeah. you posting a hundred times a day isn't going to do fuck no. all. But you've got to do the outreach and the you know the network engagement engagement. And this is what I say to clients: like content is the top of the funnel. Yeah, you should be you know connected with ten people a day, ten good people a day. You should be out networking at least once a week. Yeah. You should be adding every valuable person you meet at a networking event onto your Facebook. Hundred percent. Stop treating Facebook like 
a social media like platform. A family thing. And if I treat it like a funnel, yeah. your content is the top of your funnel. The more yeah, content yeah. you produce, you send them to a landing page, you, you know, you send, you get them onto email list, mm. you, do, you do the back end stuff and you'll get leads. Mm. But the content is just the first thing. There's no point sending content and, and you know, doing all these cool content types to nobody. Yeah, no, I get, have, I agree. But you've got to spend time to build the audience. It's it's not a magic tool, but if you use properly, it can it feel can and it can be a magic tool. Mm. That's the key thing. If you use it in the right way. If you use it in the right way. Like I get, I get all my business through Facebook and referrals. Pretty, I'd say like 80% through Facebook. Really? Facebook Facebook for me is just incredibly powerful. The same is for me as well. I mean, I've, I've and, and for you, like, got like, a lot through Facebook. You've got a big, big following on Facebook. And LinkedIn. I mean, I've LinkedIn. professionally, like, before I got into property per se, and I was yeah. just in the construction space, I got a lot of business through LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah. Just sharing my photos and sharing my work and talking to other contractors and things like that. Simple as that. That's it. And then obviously once we've you know, worked with you and then you've helped me realise my own personal brand and helped me start to build yeah. that out, then I've sort of really seen the power of it. Only in a small, really, really, really small bit as well. Yeah, sure. Like with the investment I made last year yeah. in, in a week or two, two weeks, which yeah. was just a real small snippet of how successful it can be. But that wasn't, and again, because you view social media now as a long-term thing, it wasn't them two weeks alone. Fuck no, that was that was that, that was seven. That was a year, if not more, before I met you as well. Yeah, yeah. Posting yeah. constantly, constantly, even yeah. the boring shit that I was yeah. doing, just showing people what I'm doing. What you're doing. Consistency. Because when I first started, I I remember doing my first live. I stuttered. Did you? It took me four times to do a like a one minute live. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, I was horrendous. Like oh. now, I could jump on camera. Talk about what we're doing. I won't have a problem, but that's yeah, yeah, consistent. Yeah. Practice. So many people struggle with that. They do with that first barrier. Oh no, I don't sound right. Oh, and I'm like, fuck it, just just do it, just man. Do it, man. Perfection does not exist. Well, I, I I go back to this a lot, and Rob Moore says, um, "Start now, get perfect later." That's so true. But do you know what I mean? Like, what is perfect? I mean, no one ever starts being perfect. No. You always hone your craft, right? No. You always work at it to get better. Hundred percent. Yeah, but if you never start. Then you've got nothing. And that's the thing. That's the difference between the go-getters and the winners and the ones that always have this idea. Yeah, the have, the and, the, the yeah. have and the have-nots. Yeah, because the, the ones that have just go out and do. Yeah. And as you said, they get perfect later. Yeah, exactly. That like, comes with time. Because I could have given up. I, I remember I used to physically... Because I did Laura Muse's um, social media challenge. This was yeah, like yeah. ages ago. Yeah. And obviously one of them was to do like a live. And um, I physically used to like... Be so nervous to do a live. Yeah, I only get like five views anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, shit, shit. I need, I need to. Sound my mum, professional. my mum's gonna fucking slag me for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'll never ever forget. And again, it goes back to my point where you know you say consistency, and I, I wanted to prove my mum wrong. Yeah, she just couldn't fathom. She didn't get it though. Did she? She just didn't understand how are you gonna make a living out of, out of posting, posting social media posts? Yeah, for for people and businesses. Mm. You were like, trust me. And I was like, watch. just give me, give me a bit of time and watch. I think your, you, your, you've, your age has got something to play in that, and we, we get it, we understand yeah. it. I see the trends. I, yeah. You know, every day to my team, we're sending trends. All right, this is working well. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's implement this. Yeah, which is, you know, even to me, someone who's not that much older than you, right? It still boggles my brain a little bit. Yeah, I understand it. You but whereas you, what you've been brought up with it, lived, yeah, literally, my Facebook's whole... probably been in your life since you can remember yeah 100 percent. i remember when it started so i remember before and you're, you're not that much older no that's what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. that's how quick it's come on in a short space of time so i remember myspace bebo and things before facebook 
you know what I mean? And then Facebook just went boom. Ebo, bloody hell, that's a blast from the past, Bebo, isn't it? Ebo, yeah, I don't, I don't even I know. I remember my sister them. using MySpace, and I remember when she... Um, yeah, I had a MySpace. Yeah, she had a MySpace, because my sister's about your age, which is 33. Yeah. Um, so, oh, sorry if it's 35, <laughs> something like that. Between 32 and 35. <laughs> and she, I remember when she first, like, downloaded Facebook on her, on her computer. Yeah. And at yeah. first I thought it was an educational tool. I was like... Really? Because it's had the word book in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Facebook? What's, what's this? I love what's that. What's this Facebook? I, I love that. But, um, yeah, as you say, it's um, yeah, it's just one of them. So one more question for you, and then I feel like we've got to wrap it up because we've done like a, this is this is surely going to grow Guinness World Records the longest podcast. <laughs> it's only like the fifth one I've recorded, but it's been like a two and a half hour job. Shows again. shows the synergy though. Uh, no, I loved it, mate, and, yeah. and uh, we've rolled through the conversation. But yeah. just to wrap it up, sure. and, um, what's next for you for Egrove Media? Yeah, for well, for Jove Taylor for Egrove, yeah, for everything. What's next? Sure. So. This year, plan to do eight events. Mm. Quite an ambitious target. Want to do eight events. So obviously, you're coming to our first one mm. in April, which yeah. I had to push back. Um, so I want to just teach more people about how to use social media properly. Yeah, within the property sphere. Within the property sphere. Yeah, that's the first thing. Second thing is obviously I speak Spanish. Yeah, so my mum's from Ecuador. Yeah, what I want to do is I see a gap in the market. So for example, in Spain, when I went over, I try to prospect some estate agents because their market is like Shit. ten years. It is horrendous, mate. Oh, like they're still in doing stuff on like Google, Do- not, not even Google Docs, like Microsoft Word. Really? Like fonts. Like their marketing is so outdated. Yeah. What I find is obviously because I can speak Spanish and English. Yeah. If we could you help bridge them, that gap. If we can bridge that gap and help them estate agents get more UK buyers through targeted ads, through content, through TikTok, through these platforms, yeah. you know, we could set up a. I want to set up a base in Spain. Nice. Uh, and leverage, obviously, my, you skills. know, my bilingual skills, yeah. uh, you know, my, 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 you know, my knowledge on property marketing yeah. to do that. So that's the second thing. Nice. In terms of me personally, um, obviously, Kilimanjaro, yeah. that's definitely something I'm, I'm, so I'm doing that in June now. Again, had to push that back, obviously, due to everything that happened. Um, and then, yeah, mate, that's, that's really it. I just want to keep growing the business, get more systems in place. And then I want to start investing in property. Mm. So I want to work with um, a mi- maybe one of my clients or someone that I know and trust mm. where maybe we could do a deal where we could do the marketing free of charge. We'll bring the investors in. Yeah, yeah. You help us with the profit in the building. It's something I'm looking to build a partnership up with, with someone to do that. Nice. Mate. Cause I want to get into property. Um, it makes sense for me to get into property. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's it really for this year. Just events, setting up a base and then moving into property and well, just, just growing the business and, Keep traveling the world, mate. That's it. And, and just enjoy myself for the enjoying same time. Enjoying life. Enjoying life and, you know. Make constant it, make growth. It, constant growth. But but also in, enjoying myself as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like Kilimanjaro, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, like, no, I'm buzzing weeks. for you for that, mate. You'll be loving it. It's going to be tough. Um, yeah, but nothing nothing, <laughs> nothing worth it's ever easy, is it? Yeah, this is it. It's what you're going to get from, you know, the feeling after doing it. It'd be great. Yes. Uh, nice one. Well, let's wrap it, Joe. And I just want to say thank you, my man, for coming down today and being on the podcast. It's, it's been good. And I hope people take some value from what we spoke about. Nah, mate, it's been brilliant. Thanks very much for, for having me. Anytime. Pleasure's all yours. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, cheers for coming. <laughs> we'll do it again soon. Awesome. Cheers, buddy. Big, mate. The Tea Hearts. Proudly brought to you by eGrowth Media.